Hello, hello, everybody. I'll give people a couple minutes to come in here. Oh, I'm not even sharing my screen. All right. It looks like people are slowly coming over. Let me open this up. Bam, there we go. It could have been smoother, but thank you, Tonka. I feel like if I try that other name, I am going to fail miserably. So I hope it's okay that I say Tonka. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. We are just getting set up here. And then we will dive into this DNA. We have talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. And I feel like we need to talk about it some more. And the reason being is because part of this being a talk show, one of the things that we do is like, do, do we get into sleuthing? Yeah, some of our videos, especially like the, the one from last night where we dug directly into the fraternities, we'll get into some digging and investigations and sleuthing. But one of the one of the benefits of being a talk show is I feel like we get to talk about the rest of the true crime community, you know, where a lot of other creators don't do that. So um, we'll talk about other creators opinions and ideas and see how that aligns with the case and the investigation and kind of cover all of it, you know, and, uh, that, that DNA was brought up into question again. Now I know that the thumb says two assailants and it, it's pretty obvious based on what we're seeing. There isn't two assailants. However, the community is talking about the possibility of two assailants still. So it's important to put that out there so that we can touch on that, uh, theory and idea and why we believe it's wrong. And, um, I, I still have so many questions about the DNA, like an absurd amount of questions. I just don't get it. I don't understand why we aren't hyper-focusing on the chain of custody with that dang sheath. Like for me, that is the biggest issue, the biggest issue. It is absolutely bananas that ISP had to send out the sheath, the whole dang sheath, remember, uh, we went over, um, Blum who made a statement in December of 2022 saying, Hey, they sent the whole sheath, the whole dang thing to a private lab in Texas. And everyone doubted it. Literally everyone. They were like, no way that didn't happen. Uh, ISP found the DNA and then they sent that profile to Texas. Well, we're finding out that that's what happened. So uh, good on you, Blum. You know, he's had a he's had a tough ride uh, in this case. So um, but that's a problem, man. I if I'm the defense, I want to know how did you wrap that sheath up? Like who who sent it? Who was in control of it? Who packaged it? Who drove it? Who everything it? You know what I mean? And the reason why is because they did not find the DNA in ISP. 
The DNA was found at Othram. Mm -hmm. So now you have a sheath that goes from the house who travels to the ISP lab, uh, gets tested on multiple times, nothing found, gets traveled down to Texas, going through multiple hands, multiple people. And again, I, I'm i not looking, what's it called again? I always forget this word because it's not a real word. Uh, I mean, I forget all words, even real words. But um, what's it called? A uh, An innocenter. <laughs> We, I'm not an innocenter, okay? I'm not looking for a way for Brian Koberger to get out of these charges. Right. I just want an honest investigation. I want an honest, transparent investigation into these things. And if we can't do that, then the possibility of a killer getting let out is that is on the investigators. That is on the state. That is on the police for making a bad decision and putting the wrong people into play here, you know? Uh, yeah. But big questions here. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find something that I want to bring up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to say hello to everybody? And I'll grab my drink that I didn't grab again. Yep. Okay, be right <clears throat> back. Hello, Firefly and Sydney, Kimmy, CH, Deborah. Hey, Jeff. Uh, got rid of that awful Malia. That's sad. <laughs> hey, Ian. Yep, here I am. No getting rid of me. Hey, J-Ray. It's okay if you miss the premiere. We'll, we'll go into it here. Hey, Crime Sleuthin. Yes, that is what we're saying. That the DNA was not found on the knife sheath until they sent it to Othram. So apparently Othram has this little vacuum. It's like a, a little vacuum that they use to suck up cells. It's like really new, innovative tech. Um, this is why Othram, when you hear about a cold case getting solved via DNA, it's always Othram in con conjunction with the FBI. The, the Othram works with the FBI a lot on cold cases specifically. They have never worked on an active investigation that we've ever found. They've always done cold cases. Um, Golden State Killer. T tons. That's why it's so weird that in this Idaho 4 investigation, they utilized Othram. They are literally exclusively cold case, a cold case lab. Um, so in order for them to find the DNA on the knife sheath, they had to send it in the mail to Othram. And then Othram had to use their advanced tech to suck up these cells and form a profile. Um, now, Get a Clue posted a video and I he mentioned a document in there that I, I want to pull up that is interesting and definitely sheds more of a light on what we're looking at specifically with the DNA. It's it's weird though, and I'm still kind of confused, but it, I think it's 
intentionally confusing. <laughs> hey, Deborah. Oh, you're from Idaho. Good luck to you. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Jeff's on here. Hey, um, I meant to ask you, Jeff, have you, have you, has anyone sent you a reliable one, 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 two audio that you've cleaned up? Because, uh, I believe you use Microsoft premiere, uh, to do your editing and I use final cut pro on my main editing computer and uh, Premiere gives you more tools for audio than, than Final Cut Pro does. And if you haven't done that, man, I would suggest that. That would be incredible. I, it, it's all, I've only heard one cleaned up 1112 camera audio. And I would love to have a second source. So that's that one audio. Prime Sleuthin, we can send you an email with uh, some of the stuff we have on that, for sure. Uh, one thing I want to say is a lot of people think Howard Blum has been completely discredited. But the thing is, is if you go back and you listen, there might be a few things that are wrong. Everybody gets stuff wrong sometimes. Yeah. Listen um, to me on the premiere. Yeah. I was so confident re-watching it. I was laughing because I was like, yes. This is definitely what it is. I was like, ah, oh, dude, salesman. I look so confident. Like if you just watched me and, and wasn't listening to what I was saying, it I it looks like I would definitely know. But <laughs> no, I was, so, I was way off. So no, nobody has the knife. Um, and the wounds are so horrible that it doesn't sound like they can 100% prove what kind of knife dude. was used. Um, from what I am hearing, but they pay for Othram, but not a specialist to wound identify. I don't know. I man. find that very odd too, guys. I, that is odd. Othram found the DNA from a guy who lives near the King house often in that area. It's a great, it's great, a great chance. It's him. I don't see why it's weird though. He was really good at leaving nothing behind. Yeah. You mean Koberger? It could have gotten dro driven down there. It could yeah. have. I mean, I. It could have been driven or flown or whatever. Yeah. Yep. It, it very well could have been in a cop's hand the whole time and mm -hmm. driven down there. But we don't know that for sure. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. And that, that would be my go-to if, if I was a defense attorney, which I'm not. I'm not at all. But just looking at this, that, that seems like a very big question because when people aren't watching is when things can, when mistakes can happen and not, I am not saying setup. That is not what I'm saying. Do I think setups happen? Yes. They've been proven to happen time and time and time and time again, but do they need to be proven to happen? Absolutely. So I'm not trying to say something like that, but chain of custody in any investigation is one of the most important things for any piece of evidence. So Idaho did not have the DNA technology. They sent it to where LE did have the proper technology. Well, it's not, it's a private company. Yeah. Um, they do that all the time, computers, funds, etc. I'm sure that they do. The only thing that I find odd is that 
Idaho State Lab is supposed to be one of the best in the world. Yes, and, and that's why we put they, that up there. We've watched their crime, their lab, um, their lab walkthrough. Yeah, and according to them, they do have a ton of technology around DNA, so it it does still seem yep. odd. I was going to say, because uh, CH says Meridian definitely has the technology. I thought they did have the technology because technically what what the technology is, is not not the Othram technology, not the proprietary that Othram is using to close all these cold cases. What they used is they took apart the sheath, like broke it down piece into piece into piece, you know, and took out all the stitching and everything and used their little pen vacuum thing, that, that little thing, you know, I'm sure you can tell what I meant from that noise um, on the sheath. And they were able to find it. That's pretty insane. And I don't know if we should be doing that. I I agree. And I don't know. That's what working working with big business and in corporate America almost my whole career. Um, subcontracting things out. Like, I get it. I understand it. That's where you're going to get specialists. That's where you're going to get specialties from is from this private. Uh, proprietary type information technology where you have inventors and you have, um, you know, leading scientists in these fields. But when it comes to investigation, something that's tied directly to our justice system, I don't know, man, it, so, it just feels weird. Even if there's nothing weird there, it feels strange to me. If you want to hear the story of the DNA, go to Howard Blum's article and also the recent uh, document posted by the judge. He talks about them sending it to Othram. Like it is a hundred percent confirmed. Absolutely. They yeah. sent it to Othram. Yeah. Uh, the judge talks about it. Like it's not speculation at this point. It's confirmed fact. Yeah. Um, now I saw that CH said they don't do SNP. I don't know if you're talking about Idaho state lab. That's that's very possible. But yes. the thing is, is according to what I'm seeing, I think that they pulled an STR sample from that touch DNA. Yes, yes. So this is what I would have liked to see. Just to be clear here, like where I feel like a lot of people are looking at what we're saying and and picking on little different parts. Like what I feel like should have happened, and this is opinion, what I feel like should have happened is that knife sheath should have been found, okay? And and all those police are trained in chain of custody. It would have been managed and handled correctly. It would have then been transferred over to uh, Meridian, which is an ISP-specific lab specifically for these things. It would have been handled and managed correctly and effectively, which is what they're all trained to do. The testing would have been done there. The DNA would have been done there. That DNA profile would have been uploaded onto a computer. That, whether whether it's a full uh, DNA sample or not, right? You can even upload like fractions and pieces if you don't have the full DNA sample. And then that technology could have been used, or, or I'm sorry, that profile, that information could have been sent to Othram, who does, who does their familial connection, whatever, based on their... So Authorm has a specific uh, database that can help them 
pull up these fractions of DNA samples and draw connections to familial DNA profiles pulling from all the profiles. Now, that's not a tree. That's not a familial tree. That is, uh, it's almost like demographics for DNA. And someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I, I would have liked to see. I don't think the whole sheath needed to be sent. Let's see. Hello, hello, everyone. That's okay if you're late. But yeah, okay. So Okay, so it's simple. One one profile type can't be uploaded into the next technology. Um right. SP can't be uploaded to CODIS. STR. It is yeah. What? SP cannot be uploaded right. to CODIS, only STR. Right. The thing is, is getting STR from a touch DNA sample, it sounds not great. Not possible. So it, it does not sound good. Yeah. Uh, the SNP makes that's why I was using that correlation to demographics. So, a SNP profile is basically drawing on the familial traits of a multitude of DNA samples. And, someone, if you're trained on this, correct me if I'm wrong because I am not an expert in this. I have only read a whole, a whole bunch trying to put these videos together. Um, so, I haven't been trained on this, but. Uh, the SNP profile draws connections and makes connections to familial traits, inherent traits in a DNA profile to draw a conclusion of who this person could have been or who this person is based on a SNP profile tree. Right? Wrong? Are you reading? Yes, I'm trying to find that citation. But yeah, we didn't even get into the little tiny, tiny bit of DNA they found. That's another problem too. And after, after learning all this, if I was the prosecution, I wouldn't want this in here either. I would not want this. I don't think it's reliable. I think it's problematic and they know it's problematic. So my big issue is then, why did we bring it up? We can't pretend that we didn't know that the state took this to the judge and was like, hey, judge, let me show you why we need search, uh, why we need warrants for Koberger's car, why we need warrants for his apartment, and why we need warrants for his, his parents' house. We're going to show you this DNA sample, but we want you to pretend this DNA sample didn't exist, okay? It, it doesn't, it's not there. We aren't going to bring it into court. We aren't going to do everything, anything. Look, problematic right there. Because again, if I was the defense, I would draw on that conclusion too. I would hyper-focus on that because it sounds like to us, and based on the hearings and what's been said directly to the judge, that... That DNA sample is what made the connection to Koberger. And they were expecting to get a ton of evidence, right? And every once in a while, it's good to have a refresher in these topics. I know we've talked about this before, but 
that D they were expecting to get a whole bunch of evidence from the warrant on his car, from his apartment, from his parents' home, and there wasn't anything, nothing, no evidence except for behavioral red flags like the gloves like the the trash thing which again can be explained away too it's strange yes i'm not again i'm not an innocenter <laughs> i can't i can never say that with a straight face but uh, it, it's those are strange things but that that is not evidence that does not show without without a without doubt that he did the crime. Sorry, I'm still laughing about the innocenter. I I do apologize for everything. I don't think you're an innocenter, J Ray. I don't think so. You you look for evidence, even if you believe he's innocent. I don't think that I wouldn't consider someone who believes he's innocent as an innocenter. I think that an innocenter is is someone who needs him to be innocent. You know, like biasly looking at the evidence. So, like, okay, if the prosecution came out tomorrow and was like, Judge, look. We were trying to hold on to this because we think that Koberger could, he has the training to uh, to create a defense which can get this thrown out. So we're just going to show you all the evidence now. We give in, white flag, you know, here, here you go. There is a video of him pulling up to the front of the house. There is a video of him walking in. After he walks in, we hear screaming, we hear thuds, we hear all this madness that would suggest a crime's going on, and then we see him driving off away, okay? Like, somebody that is an innocent, I can't believe we're having this conversation, you guys. Uh, if, if someone's an innocenter, I believe they, they would look at that and still not be able to admit, yo, something is up here, something is going wrong, and this dude's it. You know what I mean? That's my that's my assumption on that definition of that made-up word, that somehow, who, who uses that? Uh, Drip Drop used it. Uh, who else? Get a clue, right? Um, it's funny. It's funny. What you got, Ian? That's okay, Ann. Just come hang out. Just don't stay up for the show. Healing happens when you're when you're resting and you're asleep. Fundamentally, my feelings on the case is that BK is totally misunderstood as a person. A false psychology has been built around him. Yeah, to paint him as a killer. If he did it, it was for some motive that has totally fallen under the radar for the past year. So I'm always very careful about talking directly about behavioral traits, but I agree with you, Ian. And the reason why I agree is because of the unprovable science of micro expressions that I use in my job. So when, when you watch Brian Co, and again, this total theory, guys, this is not evidence. I am not a professional. And 
even even the the people that call themselves professionals around micro expression and body language, it's questionable always. It's a theoretical science. There is nothing concrete around it. There is just a best guess estimate on repeated behaviors and patterns that people have uh, paid attention to, tracked, and have taught and learned and things like that. So, um, but Koberger went in the court when someone smiles at him. Okay. And, and usually this is one of two, th two things. He, he's feeling their emotion and, and giving an auto response of a genuine smile back. You can tell when someone's smiling fake. You can tell when someone's smiling genuine because if, if they're smiling with the top half of their face, it's genuine. If they're smiling with the bottom half of their face only, it's usually fake. Um, but he usually gives an auto response to people responding with an emotional reaction to him. So I don't see a sociopath. Does that mean he, he didn't commit the crime? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I don't think that he is some truly woman hating sociopathic person, even if he's involved and committed the crime because of those things. Otherwise he would show like, it, he would show frustration and disdain against Taylor. And that's what I gather just from watching him. Okay, I got it. Finally got it. And I sent it in the email. Okay. I went ahead and attached the judge's thing in case we wanted to look over it. We don't have to or anything. But just so it was easy, you know, to just whip it out if we want it. Wait. Yeah. So you do see the other person's face. So there's been a couple times where Ann Taylor was walking and you could see the smile and then you can see him make eye contact and he's then responding aut automatic responding. And that's what people were making fun of for a long time. Like, Ooh, does Ann Taylor have the hots for Koberger because of those interactions right there? So there were a few, there were a few, not only when they're just sitting at the table and you're only catching one person's back of their head and his, because I understand you're not always going to see that. And there's two main ones that I personally, uh, that stood out to me. I think I saved them. I'll have to look. I wasn't expecting, expecting to bring that up, but okay. So States motion, got it. This is another one, got it. What? That's just the regular. I just put it there just so that we don't have to look for it since we're using that. Wait, so I don't need to pull up two? That was that's just the judge's thing, which we read through, but I said if we wanted to pull it up because it does talk about Othram. Oh, 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 just as a proof? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I don't think anyone's doubting it, especially if the recent I hearing... mean, CH was just asking me if I found it. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'll show it. I'll show it. Uh, which one is it? Is it this one or this one? The judges? Yeah. What? So CH can see which document it is, so people can pull it up on their own. It's not. It's the other one. It's this the one? The judges one that just recently came out. This one? Yes. Okay. Order addressing the IgG DNA in order for in-camera review. 
So this was filed on 1025. What's Can it filed for on the. Uh, I wasn't going to read through it. I'm not going to read through it. I'm just going to one part, one little sentence. Um, 1025, but I don't. So it was on 1025. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't think that's, I mean, why does it, that matter? Because for people that want to pull it up, because we aren't going to go through this. We've already oh. gone through it before. So in order for them yeah. to find where they can pull it up on the list of documents, you got to be able to give the date because they're by, they're dated. Yeah. So this is also interesting too, because it talks about the STR profile as well. Uh, once law enforcement had a single source DNA from K bar knife. Wait, is this the, yeah, this is the judge's one. Okay. So what? Are so you... this is exactly what it says in that other document too. Um, once law enforcement had a single source DNA from the K bar knife sheath, they conducted what is called a short tandem repeat STR analysis. STR DNA analysis involves looking at 20 regions within the human DNA and allows law enforcement to make a direct comparison between two, uh, STR DNA profiles. The, they submitted the profile obtained by, from the K bar knife sheath, uh, to the combined, so to CODIS. A database of STR DNA profiles from convicted offenders. Yeah, um, but this information isn't right. Well, here's the thing. Is we know it was a single source of DNA, right? Yeah, but... So how did they do that? And run it through CODIS and then get an s &P profile? They didn't. That's one of the contradictions in this. That you're pointing out one of the contradictions in yeah. this. So, um, because they don't talk about Othram in here. I'm pretty positive they they do. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure we read it. I, I don't. They don't. I'm telling you they don't. That's why I was saying on the video that that is a huge deal. A massive deal. In the same way that the cell phone data is a huge deal deal because it is impossible impossible like if any one of you in the chat called me up and were like hey brendan i need to make a cell phone triangulation map for my test tomorrow in college i've never done it before i don't know anything about it help me walk me through it i could never do that it's impossible completely impossible which is what the cell, like the fact that Bre that Payne says, yeah, I called um, ADHD moment, uh, the, uh, the cat, I called the cast member from the FBI and they walked me through and said, yes, Brett Payne, you did great work. That's true. No way, dude. Not possible. Impossible. I, I couldn't even begin to understand that that uh the wireless industry for so long you guys i'm talking years i probably couldn't even speak on it for the first year uh and i probably wasn't comfortable like the back of my hand where i could do things on my own manage everything on my own for like 24 months it is so much information so much information I mean, you're talking about the difference in 
frequencies, how to know and identify those different frequencies on the map, how to how to lay out what that coverage is, how to triangulate that based on the strength of the signal while giving yourself enough leeway in distance away, having to calculate the uh, the the RTT time, the round trip time for the connection communication to the cell phone. Like, dude, that's not something you're trained in law enforcement school. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, you're so right. There's contradictions okay, but, here. But this is where it starts talking about the IGG. So um, it talks about the state's motion for a protective order, which is what we just pulled up. That's the other document I have pulled up mm -hmm. um, that said that they did this repeat tandem STR test thing and they ran it through CODIS. Um, it says so they it didn't return with a match. It's unknown to this court when exactly law enforcement employed the use of IgG. Uh, um, so it, it then talks about IgG, which we're not going to go through. Um, I know, but because it's not. I I want the evidence of what they did. Not it's uh, not in here. So it is not in here. They do not talk about Othram in here. So look, the IgG process pointed law enforcement toward the defendant. Uh, but it did not provide law enforcement with substantive evidence of guilt. The FBI did not, for example, conduct a direct comparison between the SP SNP profile from the K-Bar knife sheath and the defendant's SNP profile. The type of direct comparison required the more traditional STR DNA analysis, which is what was in the premiere I, you know, that he was confused about. And we looked up SNP is good specifically for those long-term genes that your ancestors had. Okay. Yeah. That are passed from generation to generation. Those are, it's really strong for that. STR yeah. is for those unique identifying traits to you. And that's what Ian was saying too, which I'm glad you did because uh, I forgot to talk about that during the premiere in the chat um, because I was like okay. watching myself and how ridiculously bought into an incorrect idea I was, but um that type of direct comparison required the STR, which was conducted by the Idaho State Police, not the FBI. Yeah, and it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. How can you say it wasn't? It, we don't... That was not found by them. Uh, otherwise, it would say in here, Othram. That's my point. They do talk about Othram. I'm pretty sure. I mean, find it. I'm pretty sure I read Othram somewhere when we read through this, but I'll look. They either say that or they say a private company. You can try and find it. I'm telling you. Well, I know a way to tell right now. So hold on. Command uh, F. Oh no, I'm in the wrong window. Can Is it searching? Mhm. Mm There's just nothing in here. Okay. Where did it I read that? 0 0. It does, you're right. You're you're not they don't say Othram. I'm telling you. You know how many people think that they talked about Othram, they didn't because they don't, they did not want to bring up Othram. And that is the reason why they didn't want to turn this evidence over. Clearly, Othram is not in here. Okay. 
the same reason why the cell phone data is not right and the same reasons why the defense is begging the prosecution to show their work. And the same reason that you have Bill Thompson saying, eh, you know, yeah, I got work product. I got some handwritten notes on a piece of paper. What? What? It's insane, dude. It is so like, huh, where did I read that? I know I know it said somewhere. Then it's some weird Mandela effect. Yeah, we did do the control F, you guys. We did. There, there is no Authorman here. I'm no, telling it's you. It's zero of zero. It's I, I did do that. They did not talk about Authorman because they did not want to bring it up because they did not want to use the DNA evidence. They did not want anything to do with it because they understand how bad this looks. I'm, and I don't even think, I don't even think they're worried about how bad it looks with using Othram. I think it's about the chain of custody on that knife sheath. You know how bad that looks on the entire ISP that, hey, ISP has all the tools and everything to do it. And we tested this document multiple times and didn't come up with anything. So we sent it to Othram and they found it. Like that, that is so insane. You're not going to find it. I promise you. It's That's not fine. in here. That's fine. I could have swore it was though. No, it is not. That's really weird. It is not. That the they just brought up the third party for the first time in the most recent uh court hearing. That was the first time the state has talked about it themselves. Hmm. The first time. Yeah, they're only mentioning the FBI in this. I, that the I FBI know. did the IgG. Yep, I know it. So how does that fit? Like, come on. And this is the state's argument that good cause exists for the issuance of a protective order barring even the defense from seeing or knowing the information to protect hundreds of innocent civilians from having their personal information exposed basically excuse me but don't you think that you shouldn't have used this if you didn't want that disclosed in, yeah, in to, court or an investigation no no if they opted in i'm just to having it other used, if they opted into having it used by I, law enforcement then i feel like it's not a problem i not they, exposing they it didn't the mention authorum you guys if please prove me wrong i i'm not if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. No big deal. You know, I'm wrong if all I'm the wrong, time. If I'm wrong uh, and they didn't mention it at all anywhere they, in these court documents, then I'm sorry for saying that. I, I literally could have swore. Well, it said one that. of us is wrong and one of us is right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm asking everyone for help because I, I, it doesn't bother me when I'm wrong. I'm wrong all the time. Um, but <clears throat> I, if you can find them talking about Othram. Please send it to me because I'm telling you, they did not. They did not. Now, I, I don't have some super insane memory where I remember every word said. So uh, the only time they're talking about the new, the, the third party DNA is in the newer documents. So anything pre-November, uh, uh, essentially, it, it would be pre-November. 
So, <clears throat> yeah, it, if she's right, uh, that's great. But w I would love to see it because it's not anywhere in here. You would, it's definitely not in the PCA. So, if you're going to talk about DNA, which it was, why wasn't it in the PCA? Why isn't it in this document? That's a super manipulative tactic right there. Where, where they're talking about it, where Malia just read, it should be in there. It, it should be in there. The way that that's worded makes it sound like ISP found the profile and sent it to the, D, to the FBI. That's literally what it says in here. That's what it says in what we just read. Didn't they say a special lab in Texas somewhere? No, no. There's something mentioning referring to it, I thought. Here, let me search Texas. This, this is why I put that whole video out. Ah, I'm just pressing all kinds of keys. <laughs> it's not going to. No. Otherwise, what we read wouldn't say what it said. It literally wouldn't say that. We read through the part where yeah. it should be, and it's not there. It's not there. It is not there because they did not want that information out. It is super, super, super clear to me. Um, and that's probably the reason why they approached the, the court and the state from the very beginning and said, Hey, we want you to leave this out. Please pretend like you didn't see this, see this to give us our search warrants, but then forget it tomorrow. So if I was the defense, you know where I would go digging exactly where they're digging. Uh, okay, CH, if you if you have that, then let me know, you know, send it in the email or something. Yeah, the defense does. Okay, they do? Well, that I, matters. Uh, not in the new documents. Not in the, in the old, new. It's the got, yeah, I'm not looking for that new one. Yeah, the first place that I read it was uh, Blum said it. In December, it's on our video here. Yeah, you posted a whole video on this. I did, I did, because people were trying to say that ISP did all this work and they did it and they didn't. No, ISP did not do this. The FBI does use Othram all the time for cold cases. Cold cases. They exclusively use Othram from this what is, I saw. This is the um, first and only active investigation they have ever used it on so it, it makes sense for the lab that they for it to be off room it makes sense yeah but it's interesting the fact that no, i they're they're not being transparent about it yeah the issue is they're not being transparent about it and also um, I was pretty solid in my belief that the court documents mention Othram somewhere. Um, if you guys find it, then definitely email it to me so that I can pull it up real quick. Um, I'll put our email in the chat uh, because I think that proof matters so that you can't just say Blum's lying. 
you know, he doesn't know what he's well, talking Well, it's not about. even about Blum. Who cares about Blum? It's the fact that the defense is trying. I mean, the, the state is literally trying to hide the work product. Yeah, that's a problem. But if you only have a source of a random person who wrote an article, that's not much of a source who, if you can't find it anywhere in documents. Who was it? So I was talking to someone in the premiere that was like, look, octillion's a real number. And yeah, th this is where we talked about that octillion number. number. So it's eight sets of zeros. All right, hang on. I know I have the article in here, you guys, in this DNA video. Hang on. Oh, it's not this one. It's not this video. I, I'm i ridiculous. Hang on. It's this video right here. The sheath compromise. Duh. Okay. Yep. Right. Already on the spot. Okay. So I found it. This article uh, says, right. According to journalist Howard Blum, police sent the knife sheath out to Idaho to be tested by startup lab in Texas. And I think I put the rest of the info out here right no do i not give the whole hey, article thank to you source it thank you tara for saying that i found it thank you very much what where uh ann taylor mentions author we can where look I, at it we can look yeah. at it in a minute. i sent it to you in the email i'm gonna oh, run okay. downstairs really quick and i'll be right back yeah maybe i didn't put the maybe i didn't put the magazine on here Hang on, I'll be, I'll be able to pull it up. So, um, Howard Blum says sheath sent to Othram. It adds credibility to Blum, though. And oh, you know what? I actually saved it on my other computer. Uh, the entire I I copied the entire web page. Okay, Newsweek, Newsweek. Here we go. Yes, this is it. This is it. Okay, so Newsweek, and this was posted. Uh, when is this from? Does this say? For example, so yeah, it's something they're going to look at. A test, and there is a test either that they have to do unique, they have to go out of state, they have to do it a second or third time, or it's inconclusive. Those are little items, little, little catchphrases that defense attorneys use to see if there's reasonable doubt there. Now, again, it's gotta be taken in comparison to all the other evidence, but certainly a defense team has to be pretty happy that that test did not come back positive Bam. to Koberger's DNA on it, for example. So yeah, it's something they're gonna look at. Yep. Now I'm curious how many times ISP tested that. How many times did they test the sheath and not find anything? Then you break chain of custody and then they find it? Dude, strange, right? Is that you? And we, I'm not even a tin hat person. I, normally I can make logical connections work, but like that's strange. So, uh, you know, who is that? Thank you very much. Freedom isn't yeah. free. Uh, we really appreciate that. Now, I think Blum says his writings are fiction. Um, 
I think he says that for legality, if I'm being honest. Um, I think that... I mean, this evidence... What he says here, here is real. He claims he's... I, I'm pretty sure I read on his website he's a nonfiction writer. Um, but anything that is for entertainment can definitely... They can take creative liberties. Um, but a lot of stuff he said has been proven to be true. Now, there are things that are not. But um, I think that I love that. Yeah. And thank you, Tara. Uh, yeah, I, I knew it was mentioned somewhere. I just couldn't remember where I could have swore oh, wait, that the judge it? mentioned it, but he did not, um, which is unfortunate. What? That the judge didn't mention Othram. Why? I think that it's it, if it's if you, dishonest to me, if you I mean, it's not the judge's job. To, to to say Othram. It He's, is the prosecution's job and it's the judge's job to say, hey, you guys need to share all the work okay. load, well, uh, all the work product, all just, of it. Let's read this first and let's see what we think about it. Because if it's a known fact, because what the state turned over in the discovery showed that they used Othram and that's how the defense knows that they used Othram, then the judge knows. I mean, that just because the defense knows, we knew before they came out with it. This information is out there. And if the defense is smart, they gather their ideas from all over the place. I mean, they're supposed to use the discovery but, and their that, own investigation. Yeah, but that's insane. That's insane. They're, just like we talked about last night, that there is no way not to have media in a trial. So if the prosecution and the state is using it, the defense is going to use it. And I think that's fair. That's why everything should be transparent. Let the media in, but let it into both sides. Mm -hmm. Let it be fair. You know? Are we sharing this? Yeah. No? Yeah. Okay. Now we are. So where is it? This is uh, Ann C. Taylor's declaration in support of the defendant's third motion to compel dated June 22nd, 2023. Um, now, like I said, third supplemental request for di discovery before they were being sealed. It really sucks that they're being sealed now. I, I'm so curious what they're still asking for. Um, but I mean, I, so I'm, you think that they're still asking for new discovery that they're not asking for the same things that they're not getting. I am curious, but I'm curious what that is and why they started sealing it. Yeah. Um, okay. So text messages now here. I could just command F so that it's quick. I'll do that. Well, there it is. Where? Right here. I have reviewed a copy of an Idaho State Police announcement dated July 28th, 2021. And the Idaho State Police Forensic Services Laboratory, ISPFS, secured a grant to fund genetic genealogy testing for unsolved Idaho cases. See attached exhibit uh, AISPFS contracted with Authorm Laboratories in Texas. Okay. That doesn't really say they used it, so. Mm-hmm. 
I'm aware of specific news reports in this case regarding Mr. Koberger's news. DNA, a pub, a publish, as published by the New York Times, June 11th, 2023. The FBI personnel worked with the profile that Otherm had produced, spending days building out a family tree that began with distant relatives. Hmm. So it's not in the discovery exactly. anywhere. Exactly. It is dude. not. <clears throat> That just sold the point. It did sell your point. Wow. I'm telling you that there's a reason why they don't want to use the DNA. There is a reason. There, there is a hundred percent because DNA is great evidence. You guys, it, I think that's that why everyone thinks he's guilty in the, in, in the world. Like everyone who believes Brian is guilty. They always go back to that DNA. I evidence. Know, like how, how, did his DNA get on the knife sheath if he wasn't there, if he didn't do it? And I'm like, well, why don't they want to use it in court then? Uh, if it's such dude, a bombshell, why won't they give it up? It, they portrayed it in media as a bombshell. They still but, are. I, they still are now. I know. It's. I'm it's, telling you, it's, it's insane. Messed up. That. That's why I felt like we need to talk about this again, because it is I don't I, I think it's crazy, dude. I think this is wild that we are even going down this road with the, the DNA and the evidence and bringing it into court. Like, come on, prosecution. Like if you're going to convict someone, if Brian Koberger is guilty, that's great. I support you. I am on side of prosecution. When they're doing things legally, okay? When they're doing things legally, I am all for our justice system. That includes the defense. That includes the prosecution. That includes the judge. I would give them a hug and kiss their cheek, you know? I, I am side justice system in the U.S. But things got to be done legally, man. They got to be done legally because if Koberger is guilty, and the prosecution in the state are, are messing around like this. They're playing games. They're setting Koberger up to be released as a guilty man. That is terrifying, dude. Terrifying. Right? Yeah. I don't want somebody out in my America that can do a crime like this just walking around free. Do you guys? No, absolutely not. And there's only one of two options. Either A, he's guilty uh, and he deserves to be behind bars or he's not, which makes another victim and a, a killer on the loose. That's terrifying stuff, man. Terrifying so, stuff. So if I was the prosecution... And I didn't want to be honest, which I'm, I haven't even gotten into the question of why not just be honest yet. But if I didn't want to be honest, I wouldn't want the DNA in there either, you guys. But if I'm not going to bring the DNA, what other evidence do you have? They better have some insane, incredible, non-questionable, just... Slam dunk evidence. They better. Because if you don't and you don't want the DNA in there, I I have issues, man. 
I have issues with that. No? Yeah, I, I absolutely have issues. But, um, so, this is just interesting. It's interesting that they've excluded something like this from the discovery entirely. Um, it's interesting and how is, many people believe that it's included. Well, this it's statement, not. this statement here is proving that Idaho State Forensic Laboratory and the police that they were working with Othram specifically. Well, it just means so, they have a contract. They weren't working with them. They have a contract, meaning right. if, if they couldn't find something, they they hit up Othram and they're like, yo, we're going to send you this down. Um, yeah. Let us know, whatever. And Othram has never, ever, not one time ever worked on an active investigation. This is the first and the only active investigation. It's just, it's interesting. But um, this talks about the statistical analysis number uh, to claim a high likelihood of match between the DNA on the sheath and that of Mr. Koberger. The state, by its own admission, has taken a number of steps to identify Mr. Koberger as a match. The statistical probability Sorry. is not absolute. The state of comparison or the size of comparison sample and the nature of the secure of the search, oh my gosh, are important to ascertain conclusion bias. Um, and I think that's been the argument from the beginning. And when yes. when I read this and then I see what Anne's been saying in court, I still do feel like she's fighting very hard. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure why there's this this, you know, thought going around that she's not fighting hard. I saw Harsh Reality post a video today talking about Get a Clue's most recent video and how they're questioning, is Anne even questioning if this is his DNA at all? Okay, what she's doing is questioning whether it's his DNA or if it's even relevant. It's not, I don't think it's just a technicality. Now, while, while, that is technicalities are important, you guys. Yeah, I, heck yeah, they super are super important in court. And he, he could be innocent and get off on a technicality, like because of the state doing everything they've done. Like Anne's doing her job. That's all I'm going to say yeah. is that it's not for her to decide whether he's innocent or guilty. It's not for her to decide a lot of things. All she can do is her job. And I feel like that is what she's doing. Yeah. She's picking out like, okay, that one guy that she worked for that ended up being proven guilty a second time after she got him a retrial. Yeah. Which retrials are notoriously hard to get, but she proved an officer lied on the stand. Yeah. Proved it. Even though even though he was guilty. This guy was guilty. Yeah. Like so, unquestionably guilty, but there's a way to do it honest. There's a way to do it right. And she invested her time into uh getting getting him a retrial because it was done dishonestly. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It is. And, so and, that means she did her job, even though somebody had already been proven guilty. I think that's important mm -hmm. because we should be able to convict the honest way, completely, 100% and totally honest. Yeah. And if we can't, like being the good guy 
sometimes means you're going to lose, right? Being the good guy usually means you're going to lose some battles here, okay? And the goal is to win the war, but understanding you're going to lose some battles. So doing things honest, transparent, by the book, and per our rights as citizens of the U.S., sometimes means we're going to fail at locking down guilty people. But that that's part of the system. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm okay with that fraction of people that get off to make sure that we're doing things honest, that we have a system we can believe in and depend on. You know, it's also not her job to prove him innocent. No, it uh is her job to defend his rights and um, to hold the state accountable. It's the state's job to prove he's guilty. He should be presumed innocent. Which I find it interesting there that that's that idea that's going around that she needs to be fighting to prove his innocence. No, she don't. No, I'm yeah. The only way she it, what what micro uh, Kimmy said here is exactly right. Ann Taylor is a really good attorney, but the only way she can disprove his guilt is on a technicality. And that's not even necessarily officially disproving it. That's yeah. all defense lawyers can do. They can't come in there with like. I mean, I guess you have the memorandum in Delphi kind of as an example of some of the things they can do. But even that doesn't prove without a reasonable doubt that Richard Allen is innocent. It only proved that the police lied and there's serious questions around a few individuals in that area and a group of individuals. Agreed. I agree. I agree. And that's that's the whole point to our show. That is the whole point that we're doing what we're doing right now is that it's our job as citizens to investigate our investigators our to hold our public servants accountable. And there are so many people out there, you guys that, that attack other people like, Oh, you're not an expert. Who are you to say, what do you, I'm a citizen of this country that votes on putting laws into effect that ultimately hold all of us accountable. And I get this sounds like I'm like grandstanding, you know, pro US, pro US, but it, it's true. It's true. And we need to be doing that more. We need to. We need to be looking into these things more. Are you caught up? Yeah, I mean, sure. The way you manage comments is so weird. Well, it's going back to that on purpose. Going back to what? That one that you showed me. You manage comments like you'll read way down here and then read way up here and then read way down here. and then That's just how my brain works. (laughs) Linear is so much more convenient. Top to bottom, baby. Hi, American princess. I, I think that AT wants the IgG DNA. I wish I was. Uh, because she wants to see what other people that Ellie ignored on the family tree. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you should have just went to school for law. I wish I, I, wish know, I did. I, almost I did. love... I love puzzles and i look at cases and i look at court and i look at crimes and i i just see a big puzzle right it's something that my mind can obsess on 
and go through every piece of little detail one by one by one by one. Um, and I, I enjoy it. It's something I enjoy Look, doing. I'm considerate to the chatters and I don't want to miss comments. That's why. Yeah. And thank you, Kim, Kimmy. Um, yeah, she does need to show some doubt. That's, that's exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Be let's be real here. Um, Koberger's already been convicted in the media. This yeah, has been. been... Wait, do you hear that strange echo every time you talk recently? No, it's just this mic. Okay. You're, you're hearing like a, re it's reverberating in there. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, it's a I, metallic sound. It is. I yeah. hadn't heard it until the past couple times that we streamed. It's been driving me crazy. Cause it's like that sound you kind of, you, you hear it, but you don't. And you're like, am I hearing what I'm actually hearing right now? Yeah. What video was I going to look at? I have no idea. Oh, the character assassination video right here. Yep. So if you guys haven't seen that video, this video is really good too. It just talks about the background in the character assassination, who uses it, who used it, how it primarily started with the uh, with politicians, how it uh, transitioned over to um, the court system. And yeah, it sounds worse right now. That's kind of strange. It, it does. Are, are my vocals... It must just be the tone. My t oh, you know what? Is it this? That's I was looking at the can, kind of wondering that. Set it on the floor, see if it changes. Can you guys hear a weird metallic -y echo sound? It's probably because I have kind of a high pitched voice. I guess I don't know. Here, get caught up on comments. I got to go to the bathroom and then we'll dig into some more conversation. Okay. So you're not comment obsessed. I I wasn't being comment obsessed. But I like reading your guys' comments. Like, sue me. I was trying to find a specific one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. There's quite a few of you chatting tonight. Um. If there's anything you guys, uh, if I missed and you want me to look at right now, type it out real quick. Send it, send it over. BK is guilty in my opinion. DNA is a nail in coffin, regardless how they got it there. It matched at the end and it's game over in my book. Now all Anne can do is throw in some reasonable doubt. I mean, I see a lot of people making that point that they don't care how it was obtained. But but my argument is, is that we can't allow the, pol the police for prosecutors to tread on the rights of the guilty if we want them to not do that to the innocent. Because there are innocent people accused of crimes all the time. And there are innocent people proven to be innocent where they've been spending time in prison and everybody thought they were guilty. So if I mean, we, we don't want to allow any treading on rights in any situation or else it's okay in every situation. 
Right. That's that's what I'm saying. If we allow them to tread on the rights of the guilty, then it's okay if they do it to the innocent because yep. nobody knows anyway until it gets to a trial. And if the evidence is tainted and it all looks damning, then what are we going to do? Yeah, like, I, I agree. And and again, it also there's there's other people managing factors involved in that, too, where. If people start doing that, if they get away with it once, right, and maybe the first time that you're a police officer, and I'm not saying this is happening, just to be clear, but in, in a situation, if you're a police officer and you know 100% sure that this person is guilty of some crime because you have it on videotape, but something happened that made that videotape not be able to use, be used in the case, it got thrown out for some reason because something was manipulated, tainted, whatever. So you ask a DNA person to uh, to inflate the percentage from what was a 25% match on DNA and you ask them to say 95, okay, to, to get that conviction. How do we know it stops there? It becomes too easy after that first time to do it again. And these situations have to be held accountable to make sure that that doesn't continue happening, because that's when you start making mistakes on who's guilty and who's innocent, in my opinion. Mm hmm. So. Um, I think it was the can. Three guys in all black and masks knock on Bethany's window to let them in. She does not and makes phone calls shortly after they go in through the back slider. Where's that Dude, information? That would be terrifying. That would be Jesus. super scary. Um, yeah. I I feel like the... Uh, that's interesting, American Princess, and I, I'm going to have to look that up. Wow. Over faulty DNA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot. Uh, Dr. Moore, you guys, if you guys haven't watched this video here, this Dr. Moore series, uh, this two-part right here, is in... Sane because two officers that were were heavy hitter officers they they had huge roles in the Brian Koberger case in the Idaho Four case were in this investigation in this Doctor Moore investigation and proven proven a hundred percent no maybe no theory no question proved to manipulate evidence, to alter evidence, to take one video that didn't match the timeline of the crime and alter the uh, the timestamps to make it look like that person was there during the crime. Super shady stuff. And somebody who's dug deep into this is Truth and Transparency, uh, TNT. And I know a lot of you guys watch TNT already, but just we get a lot of viewers on here and a, a lot of members and subscribers on here that have been brought here from uh, from our podcast, from Spotify, from Apple, from all those other places that uh, aren't actually like heavy YouTube true crime people. So um, we always try and give shout outs where we can to people. But but anyways, TNT, Truth and Transparency, dug so deep into Dr. Moore. I mean, it's it's incredible. It is incredible. Um, so check those two videos out. And if you want to know more, she's working on proving who did the crime and how. Um, 
So freedom isn't free said, what do you mean you wish you did? Last I checked, you still got breath in your lungs. You're not dead yet. If you want to do it or become it, you can't. Yeah, no, that's a good way to look at it. And I think if we, if, if, and when we go full time, right, there's still some growth here. Uh, I still, I, I don't personally want to quit my job and have to take a hit to income without first filling that hole uh, to hit all, to make sure I can pay all my finances and stuff, you know, car payments, house, stuff like that. Um, once we get to that point, I, I might go, how much time does it take if you already have a bachelor? What just happened? Uh, what, what is that? I don't know. It's not a big deal. We only went black for like a second. I think. Okay. Okay. We're, we're good. We look good. It just was black for a split second. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, it's fine. That's strange. Hmm. Okay, we're good. Okay. Yep, we're good. All right. So I might go back, though. Hey, here, let me look. How much time would it take? So how much how to become a lawyer with a B? Oh, wait, I have a BS. I don't have a BA. What does that mean? A Bachelor of Science. Mm. Find an undergraduate pre-law education. Take the LSAT. No. Oh yeah. Go to law. So I still have to go to law school. How, how long is law school? How long is law school in Chicago? Three years. That's not three terrible. years pursued full time. Some okay. schools offer an accelerated two year program. Yeah. I'd probably do that two year. That would be. Are you so, going to do homework though? I mean, yeah. If, if it gets me, if I can be a lawyer, yeah, why not? I was thinking of just working to become a lawyer for YouTube. Um, there's many theories on who had trucks in the area and that we've looked at that truck and that's where the whole two-tone thing post comes it. from. Where Everybody post the two-tone. Everyone post the two-tone truck. Uh, I, I posted it, Okay. but that's where it came from. That's the safe word for when Brendan or, or me, but especially Brendan gets set on something and is obsessed and won't let it go. And, uh, you guys have to call him out and be like, stop, let's move on from this. It's played out. I, I, we all get it. Just stop. <laughs> yeah. So that's the safe word, uh, for obsessing too much, but the ADHD is real. 
he he just needed to prove what a two-tone truck truly was badly because yeah. that was what that whole thing was about was that truck that was in the background of when the girls and jack were walking on the sidewalk to the grub truck yeah. um there's that truck and there was also uh, a truck that was parked and one passing by, but it had a trailer, and we don't think that had anything to do with it. Um, but there's a white truck parked. Uh, is it across the street, or is it just down no, the street? No, it, it's pull. It's it's driving. So they're walking. No, the this parked way. one. Oh, um, I'm talking about the parked one that's right by the home that night. Or, oh, by the home, not not we, when they're walking. That's gotcha. what we were um, looking at. We were looking at both of those to we see were. if they were the same one. Yeah, and I don't I don't think they were, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know, you guys. I, I think we had some huge, huge, huge fines. Why'd they keep their jobs? For what? What do you mean, Jay Ray? Why'd who keep their jobs? So uh I think we had some really big fines here tonight, uh, with this evidence. I I, I think that. The reason why the prosecution, because look, for anybody that is uh, a, a guilter, for anybody that's a guilter um, that needs Brian Koberger to be guilty, that needs him to be guilty, uh, no matter what is seen, okay? Yes, they lean on the DNA, but then the reverse of that is, okay, you believe that DNA helps. Prove Koberger is guilty. So why doesn't the prosecution want to use it then? That's always the question. If that proves his guilt, why fight against using it? You know what I mean? That is such a weird situation, you guys. Show me another case where the state and the prosecution has the DNA evidence against their supposed suspect and they're fighting against using it in court. Have you heard of another case? What? Where there's a DNA, there's DNA evidence the state has that the prosecution has, and they're literally fighting against using it in court. Like no. that doesn't make sense. No, and right away, you know, one video that I really liked that um talked about this was Andrea Burkhart, Burkhart's video back in the day when we first found out about this evidence. Um, she, she talked about it cause it was in an, it was in a warrant or something. It, it was inside. Well, it was in the PCA, but there was a document that she showed. I'm trying to remember what it all was. Sorry. Um, it basically was something to the judge saying, you know, we want to use this to get to be able to search, okay, these areas, mm -hmm. but we don't want this used in court. Like we we don't want to have to then provide this to use it in the trial once we indict this person. We only want to use it as probable cause to search. That's it. Yeah. And she said the only way that would be happening that they would be phrasing it that way is if it was somehow obtained illegally dude yes exactly that's what she said straight up she's like there's got to be something more to this she said i'm 
it sounds like they got it illegally. Exactly. Exactly. And I always refrain from going down there, right? Because as soon as you start talking about the possibility of law enforcement, the possibility of the state of prosecution of whatever, doing something illegal, you automatically are seen as putting that tin hat on. And I, I think there's evidence to prove otherwise so that it doesn't come off like that. And that's why we focused on the Dr. Moore case. Um, and uh, I'm glad you're here, Tennessee Shine. We, we want people here that think he is guilty or innocent. That's where all the best conversation comes from is to be able to bounce these ideas off each other, you know. But going back to my point, and I lost it. Okay, I'm redoing the poll because some uh, it was Firefly that said we needed an undecided. I yes. will put an undecided. And Tara did too. I'll put an undecided option. So just hold on a minute, and I'll re-add it. Look, I I think I'm. I think it's possible that Koberger is guilty. I think there anybody that looks at this case and isn't willing to accept the fact that he's innocent and isn't willing to accept the fact that he's guilty, in my opinion, should probably do a little bit of a searching within themselves. All right, the poll, the poll's live. To find out why. Why do you need Koberger to be guilty? Why do you need Koberger to be innocent? I, I think that's problematic when we're looking at our uh, justice system, when we're looking at our public servants and we're looking at a case of this magnitude, why do you need it to be Koberger? Yeah. So good night, Anne. And this is an interesting comment. I, and I agree with you. I feel like there's a lot of people who need it one way or the other. And there's, I, that doesn't I think help should, our rights, yeah, our freedoms. It doesn't help. So I think that is an important question to ask yourself. Ray said, I think them fighting that piece of evidence means they have something very damning. They don't need the DNA. And that's a good point to make. Maybe you're right. Maybe they have something so incredibly damning that the DNA is irrelevant. So they're like, why are you even picking at this? We have all of this. Yes, correct. And I think that is a, a good idea yeah, to look is. at. And I, I saw multiple people saying in here that they are using the DNA. They just are not using the the IgG, how they built it or whatever. Um, but th those come hand in hand. It's impossible not to. Because the thing is, is you, you have to show your uh, progress in the investigation and how you made that connection to that. And look, if you took the DNA out of this, you guys, it, just, just ask. I'm trying to think of another case. There's so many out there uh, without having to get into. I don't think there's another case where the police intentionally did something like, like set up evidence other than Dr. Moore, okay, and since we already gave that rundown, I'll just use that example. But if we look at the, the Idaho 4 case and just think, okay, they believed Brian Koberger was the guy for some reason. Maybe they had 10 people call in. Maybe in 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 three days' time, they had uh, 20 people call in that were like, hey, this guy's weird. I think it's him. 
Hey, this guy has a white car. I think it's this guy, Brian. Hey, we've been hearing from people that that this guy, Brian, has been talking about how he did the crime. Hey, FBI, um, I was just at the store and there's this guy wearing gloves. I think it's him. I think it's Brian. You know what I mean? So for whatever reason, they felt like it was this guy and they felt like they were doing the right thing for for setting up the sheath. And, and making it so that his DNA evidence was there. If that sheath was just taken out because of that, okay, just taken completely out of the case, could they land the case with what we know? And no way. No, there would have to be more. Hey, Art of Deduction, hope you're doing well. He has an awesome channel if you guys want to check it out. Yeah. Um. So into um, the Delphi information, he's been digging in there, man, some some heavy hitter information. So according to what we're seeing from the documents that we read earlier, apparently, no, that the IGG, the SNP profile, S&P profile is not the only profile. Apparently, they have an STR profile, too, which doesn't really make sense, since according to them, it was a single source of touch DNA, which could mean from what I've heard, that 200 cells are ideal so it can be repeated. At least 200. Yeah, well, it needs From to be... From what I've been hearing through the rumor mill, and also Get a Clue said this too, they only had like 12. Yeah, yeah. Which it... is ridiculously tiny and makes no sense because yeah. each time to test it, they have to use some of that. Yeah. And, and it's not enough to, to create this STR. And it's also touch DNA, which means it's... Ex it's extremely unreliable. Yeah, we talked about that profile. in the DNA video about the the few cells that they brought. And then we talked to somebody that is that works in a DNA laboratory, okay? And the process is our chat's moving quick, Danny. What uh what part was wrong? Put in there what uh what was wrong. They're talking about I'm I'm wrong a lot. So <laughs> help me remember which thing I'm wrong about. Um, but, uh, so we talked to somebody with D that works in a DNA lab and they said there's five tests, five tests total. There is the one, the first test. Okay. Where you get the first result, then you have three additional tests for, uh, quality control to make sure that you've, you're, you're getting at least two out of those three match the original result. and then. A fourth for uh, it was the or I'm sorry, not the fourth, the fifth. That would be four. So the fifth test is a quality control test that tested the process that you used on the first four. So it should be five total tests based on this person who supposedly works at a DNA. And I just say supposedly, cause it's not like I've watched them walk into their job and can confirm with a stamp, you know, works there. That's, that's just what they said. So what, one thing I, I want to say is if you, if you haven't seen get a clues, most recent DNA video, I do think it's incredibly informative. I do. I do think it, he had some good information in there, um, about DNA, but that is right. If they, J Ray, if they didn't, use the IgG, they would have not got Koberger, they would have not got a search warrant, and they would not have been able to get the bu the buccal swab. They would not have been able to do any of this. Um, so 
it's still relevant. And even if they're not using that as a direct match to Koberger, they are they still used it to obtain a warrant to search his his parents' home and to arrest him. Um, mm-hmm. so it is relevant. And yeah. that's why Anne is fixated on it, is because if she can prove that something was illegally obtained. It That's throws, a technicality. Yeah. It, it throws everything out. It more than likely would throw the case. Legitimately. Yep. If you Not violated ju- rights, yep. then it can throw the case. Yep. And that's why it's important. Yep. And that is a good point. I'm glad you said that because I don't think a lot of people understand that. That that when, when, a, when a police investigation has... St- trampled all over someone's rights in that way they're gonna throw the whole case and here's the other thing that that was in that get a clue video i don't want to take his whole thing but i do want to say that he talks about how uh touch dna is extremely especially this tiny of amount for getting an str profile is extremely unreliable and the man who literally invented codis had major issues with the way they were using this stuff to get people arrested he himself had major issues with it I mean that they're using incomplete profiles to do these kinds of things and it's not okay um, if it's being used in a way that it was not intended to be used and in a way I'm, I'm that just trying to understand creates... the touch DNA with the CODIS profile, because normally those aren't synonymous. No, they're not. You're right. So I'm confused because I don't think the CODIS, I don't think the guy that created CODIS was, uh, so CODIS was created in 98, right? I'm pretty sure it was 1998. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't look it up, but I think CODIS was created in 1998 and officially went into, into effect over the next 24 months. And I don't think we were managing trace DNA in 1998. I think this is something that we have uh, gotten down as, as an expertise in the last 20 years. Hmm. Yeah. So I, don't, I could I be don't wrong. Know I, I'm all not. The history, I'm not but... trying to disprove anything on the video or anything like that. But we we dug into that on the DNA video that we covered a little bit. Um, and I do know that touch DNA. Look, like she said, Firefly said it was 1990. Are you sure that's not the the previous system? So there there's a new CODIS system. Uh, because I think you're right. I think 1990 was the national database around. Uh, they called it, uh, uh, I forget right now when I was doing research on, for the DNA video. Um, I think 1990 was the national, it was, uh, national, uh, national something database. Okay. And it wasn't an online profile that connected the law enforcement system for them to create it. So there, there was a system where they could reach out to people and uh, verify evidence and everything. And I think that was the 1990 system. In 1998 is when the actual CODIS yep. system, which was built and, and they had uh, they had software writers and creators come in here and create that system where they then were able to upload that. And they couldn't upload everything, but they uploaded quite a bit to create the, the actual CODIS system. So Firefly said yeah, it became operational in 1998. 
So okay. Okay. If okay. you read this comment here, she explains it some more. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. That that's super helpful. So, uh, in comparison with the DNA fingerprinting technique that uses RFLPs, the STR system is far more sensitive. Only one nanogram of DNA is needed and the I've integrity of the that. DNA is not as much of an issue. I've heard that. Yes. Um, and that's a really good point in the difference between that. So with touch DNA, you guys, something to remember, and I've said this till I'm blue in the face, but interesting. Touch DNA, we are, we are like, okay, I, I'm making up this percentage, but I think I'm pretty close, but I think 10% or less of the world's court system, every country is a different court system. They all do it differently, but 10% or less allow touch DNA because of its unreliability. Our own uh, military court, and this is 100% true, does not use trace DNA, does not use touch DNA because it is unreliable. So this idea that Koberger had to have touched that knife sheath, that's not true. And it he didn't need to touch it. He didn't need to be anywhere near it. I could send somebody my hat right now and they could rub it on something on a knife and then go commit a crime and they would find my trace DNA there just from that. So the, this idea that the that the prosecution is spinning that makes him guilty based on that DNA, I feel like they could have used that DNA and been honest. And that's where my big issue is. Okay. Why not just be honest? Okay, but the thing is, okay, it, which I feel like the need to separate these things, okay, is the DNA fingerprinting technique, um, they technically got an STR profile from that touch DNA. That's what we just read in the court documents. That's what they're claiming. That's what now, they're claiming. STR normally comes from blood, bodily fluids, things like that. If okay, hair. STR profile. Um, so they're claiming they got an STR profile. And then when it didn't get go anywhere because they couldn't find a match in CODIS, they then made a SNP profile, which is used for genealogy specifically because it carries the genes that are unique to your ancestry specifically, these genes that last generations. Um, STR is better for personal, like one-on-one, -on -one, like comparing my blood to blood taken from my body if yep. it was found on a crime scene. That identifies yeah, me point. more specifically. The touch DNA, apparently they can use it to make both. Yeah. Yeah. I have not heard that before. I thought typically it was used to make a SNP, not an STR, but they're claiming they did make an STR. Uh, now, the question is, what is the integrity of an STR used, obtained through trace DNA, touch yeah. DNA? Yeah. What is the reliability of that? That's good. We need to know that. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I think that is an awesome idea. Um, and this is this is correct too, Art of Deduction. They want the IgG thrown out, not because it's wrong with the match, but more due to security issues. Uh, that's why Authorum. So I do think that, I think that is the answer to get a clues question. Why is Anne not questioning this DNA? Why is she not saying like, hey, I don't think this is BK's DNA. I, I need proof. Like I need to run tests. I need to know if it's actually his DNA or not. Because... Like it is because she is 
trying to prove this thing with the IgG that they obtained it illegally because that the IgG is not being used to identify Koberger. It was used yeah. to identify his father then to get a search warrant as probable cause. The STR profile they got from the touch DNA was used to match directly to Koberger's buccal swab. Yeah. So the IgG is that's why the state doesn't want to include it because they did not use it to identify Koberger. They only used it as probable cause. I think that's BS and manipulative personally, and I think it should be included in the trial because if they didn't do anything wrong, they should be able to show their work. They should, should I 100% believe they should have to show their work. Yeah, and the fact that ISP didn't find anything. Yes, that as well. Yeah. Which they're trying to claim ISP is who did find it and formed the STR from the touch DNA. It's not. It's not. Otherwise, they wouldn't have sent the sheath. Duh. Right. Come on. That's why Unless I'm saying the PCA needs to be looked through with uh, a grain of salt. It does. Okay. There's multiple things in here that are not concrete right now and i am not a conspiracy theorist i i'm not trying to jump off that the whole town's against them everything's set up everything in the pca is false but look whoever wrote the pca in the fashion that it was writ written clearly made some serious mistakes around what i know for 100 sure the cell phone data um we're seeing issues with the dna Othram was not included anywhere in here, anywhere in here. And that goes back to my question around um, the prosecution. How much did the prosecution actually know? And and is Bill Thompson just being handed a plate of doo-doo and like, here, Bill, make it work, dude, you know, and he's having to try and do the best he can. I yeah. don't know. CH just said something that uh, is relevant. So, yes, we just went through this. You're right. It is ISP that's accredited for the STR, and it is the FBI that they're accrediting for the S&P. So do you think it is possible mm -hmm. that there was enough DNA that ISP did, the forensic lab in Idaho, did find a sample and got the STR, okay, and didn't find anything in CODIS and was like, crap, we used our only source. We can't find any more dang DNA on this knife sheath. Let's send it over to our buddies at Authorum that are really good at extracting, you know, trace DNA with their little vacuum and see if they can pull anything, anything off of this to get an S&P profile. I mean, this says other. What? I, I get it says otherwise, but. Test. Either that they have to the do docs to when there is it. a test, when there is a test. Either that they have to do unique, they have to go out of state, they have to do it a second or third time, or it's inconclusive. Those are little items, little little catchphrases that defense attorneys use to see if there's reasonable doubt there. Now, again, it's got to be taken in comparison to all the other evidence, but certainly a defense team has to be pretty happy that that test did not come back positive to Koberger's DNA on it, for example. So, yeah, it's something they're going to look at when there is a. So I, it, there's nothing in the documentation that's going to make me believe that ISP found this. Nothing. That's fine. 
And yeah, Nothing. Kim, Kimmy, I do think there was enough evidence to get probable cause to search his home. I just don't like that they are now in this situation, not making that discoverable to the defense and showing their work. I think that's a problem. I don't think that's fair. I think if you're going to use something for probable cause, you should have to make it discoverable. Or else don't use it. Don't use it. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And I think the defense has a serious argument here with the DNA. I really do. I really do. And I think Ann Taylor is doing her job. I think Ann Taylor is doing her job. I don't see any issues in the way that she's doing her job. I know that... Uh, one thing to to remember with get a clue is uh he he he's kind of harsh in the way that uh he he looks and handle things handles things and and i i think that court is more about that undercover attack you know you're you're trying to figure out a way to make this happen you're trying to make sure that you have multiple different avenues that you can fight this because when one goes down then you have the backup then you have that backup then you have that backup then you have that backup um so i i think i'm seeing all the right behaviors here from ann taylor the only time i would ever question somebody is if they do something that is not honest if they did did something that makes me feel like they're being a dishonest person in that situation i haven't seen that yet yeah so uh our deduc deduction said if i remember correctly standard forensic dna testing succeeds already at 13 alleles it's it's alleles right i feel like i'm saying it wrong um that is scary it is scary because it's such a, a low amount you know it, it is. It truly is. Um, that I don't understand how, because I saw you said earlier, our deduction, that they took the STR sample and made the SNP from it. I don't think that's possible because the, it's totally different markers Yeah. from what I understand personally. I don't know. I could be wrong, though. I don't, I'm no expert by any means. I'd have to honestly look that up to find out. Um, yeah. But so, uh, I agree with this. I think they have a confidential informant. And if they do have that, um, it should be discoverable. I think so as well. But cops like to protect their sources a lot sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if they planted DNA, it wouldn't be touch. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's way easier to get touch DNA than get there it is blood or All you need is a semen shirt. or yeah a shirt or something he touched regularly like his door handle to his apartment like something something that he touched a lot yeah a pin i mean yeah. anything yeah yeah in that dna video in the follow-up uh true crime talk show we go through those two tests Two colleges ran tests on touch DNA and proved just how easily it's transferable. And one of the tests was actually like five different people, I think, that had touched a knife and then touched a surface. And on every single test, uh, there was each person transferred their DNA, their touch DNA, their trace DNA to the next person. 
So, Kim, Kimmy, the thing is, is we have a proven record of cops. Why frame Dr. Moore? This nice family man who's a chiropractor in the town, who's very involved in the community. Why did they frame him? Yeah, I think I think sometimes it's not that intentional. They they find the first suspect and they get tunnel vision and they make all of the evidence fit to that suspect. And even if they have to tweak it a little bit, they're like, we already know this is our guy. We're convinced. So what does it matter if we tweak this here or there? Yeah, you know I, what I mean? It, it, I, th I think that sometimes these things are explainable in ways that aren't so conspiracy and crazy, yeah. but with more of like a human element uh, of, you know, little human condition, little mistakes, little dishonest lies or fibs that build into a frame, a frame job that wasn't maybe that intentional from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All it takes is a couple cops to be like, yo, I, it's this guy. I know it is. Look it. He has the right car. Look it. He, we, he, he was, uh, he, he's in criminology, right? So he would know how to do this. I'm telling you, we have the right guy here. I wish we could get access to his car. I wish we could get access to his apartment. Like, what does it matter if we do something that's going to get us the ability to test those? Mm hmm. So this is interesting. DNA collected from steering wheels using FTA paper is more likely to result in more complete SCR profile compared to swabbing or tape lifting. Whoa, I didn't know that. That's Wild. interesting. Wild. Yeah, it, it's probably a buildup of that DNA with an overabundance. I mean, you're talking hand sweating and, and all kinds of stuff going on there, you know? Uh, oh, that is a really good thing to point out that uh, DNA testing isn't even standardized yet. That's kind of scary. Jeez. Um, I do believe they're giving. I mean, we have we had. Was there a today doc? I mean, I do think they're going to give it over what they have. The issue, I think, CH, is that it's not going to be much because I, I don't, don't I don't think there is much. I do. Um, not. You don't think they're going to give it over? I do not think they're going to get the whole uh, test. No, I don't. Uh, so the the I most think they're going to. Why does my hat look like it's like the most recent doc? The most recent document um, was just confirming the date the judge want the deadline that okay. the judge wanted for all of the evidence yeah it's december okay. 1st that's the most recent doc we have the documents we were talking about here right now which was um the judges uh what was it called again it was uh order addressing igg dna dated 1025 um and we were discussing uh what which one here order addressing and yeah i'm super confused at that i've just been sitting here thinking hold uh, on can i say them real quick yeah so the motion sure. motion for protective order by bill thompson dated june 16th 2023 which talks about how they got this str profile from the knife sheath also Anne's Dude, declaration i it 
Okay, that's just what it says. I Declaration know. of Ann C. Taylor in support of defendant's third motion to compel, dated June 22nd, 2023. And that's where Othram is mentioned. Um, but she saw it not through really. she saw it through yeah. mainstream media, so not, it's not court docs. It's well, not. It's Ann Taylor it's, saying that I saw this on New York Times. Right, right. That's what's and mentioned. proof that. The Idaho State Lab had been working with Authorum. They had a contract with Authorum for sure. Yeah. So take that with what you will. Um, but yeah. yeah and then I, the order for addressing IgG DNA uh, and in-camera review matters. by the judge. Yeah. I don't think that contract matters. Uh, it this doesn't is, have anything to do with an active investigation. They're, they're just contracted to use their services for cold cases and things like that. When uh, Othram's never been used on a on an active investigation ever, never, never. So I think that's important. And here's my thing: I've been sitting here chewing on this as we've been talking, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we were told, we were told very clearly, okay, that they had a single source sample. So how did? Well, a single source, we, we confer, we remember we dug into that single source means it came from one person. It wasn't no, mixed. There was no, that is not true. No, we, they, we confirmed they only that. had enough to run uh, a single test. We didn't confirm that single source. They did only no, have I'm enough. Sorry, for one I test. said it wrong. It's not single source. It, it was a single sample, a, a one use sample. Right. Yeah. Single source, one use sample. So you had enough to build a separate SNP and STR when there was only enough for one test? See, that's what I'm thinking, that ISP found a sample and then they sent it to Authorum and Authorum used their little vacuum. To, I know, but they don't want to talk about Authorum, which is the whole point. Yeah, and everything is saying that ISP did not find anything on it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I... I just don't want to build an idea out there that ISP did because that's not what it talks about here. On collection, the cell's DNA is extracted. You know, I'm going to have to dig into anytime we looked into touch DNA, we looked at it regarding SNP profiles specifically, not STR profiles. Yeah. So for me to really be able to talk on that, I have to look it up. I have to research. I have to read on it um, because I have no idea. Uh, from everything I know, touch DNA is typically <laughs> SNP. What's that? We're ranked 193. In a true crime category. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So this one. So th this one is ranked 193 in true crime on Apple. That's pretty good. I mean, for just starting out, I think. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there. Yeah. So that's cool. I might have to post that to everyone. I think that's awesome. We're ranked 193. You guys be ready. We're coming for number one, baby. And uh, we are building a third set in the studio. So we, we, need to, we need to get a set like Rogan's is what we need. 
you know how he has like the the big room or whatever that he calls the uh we could make that in here that's what i was telling you we should do i mean duh it's a studio we can do anything but we could make it look very similar to that but in our own way yeah we, we for can. sure could it, yes. the room is right for it i think yeah things would have to be rearranged but we could do it um you mean the shape yeah, the shape. Obviously, with it being a studio. No, yeah, the shape of it is really interesting if you were to put things on the angles and stuff. I just... Yeah. Yeah, you guys can't see what I'm talking about. But um, the Layton shoe print is really odd. I, I still can't figure that out. I can't either. I can't either. Uh, Jay Ray, Brennan and Malia, a big issue for me is... Uh, for me is had... They honestly exhausted all leads at what point they went to author them. You know... Daniel from Drunk Turkey talked about that with us, remember? He said the only way that they could use the IgG, uh, the investigative genealogy, was if they had no leads or suspects. Yeah. Um, is that why we saw certain individuals exonerated so quickly? Because even, you know, the Gonzalez family took issue with that. They didn't like how quickly people were being exonerated within hours. That would be within hours, dude. Did they exonerate oh. people that quickly so that they could do that? Oh no, that's so shady sounding. Oh my gosh, you're right, it is. But I have to ask that question because the Gonzalez family was absolutely right. I know they believe Koberger's it, but they were right in questioning that because it was odd how quickly people were being exonerated, considering. Most of these people were supposedly just sleeping. It's funny because I think Daniel's a guilter, so he probably didn't expect that to be questioned in that way. But that's a really good question. I don't know. Is that the reason people were cleared so quick? Because they, for whatever reason, felt like he was the guy and needed to get the search warrants. How, how do you think they felt when, when they searched his stuff? And found nothing like I don't mean to laugh, but dude, I've been in I've been in problems and situations and careers where you know it like you know it that it, this is going to be what it is. Right. You believe it through and through in every atom of your being and then you test it and there's nothing. Nothing. I, I think that was shocking for them, if I'm being honest. Um, oh, man. I think that was shocking. And I, I think if they were doing a, through, a true framing, okay, like a true there, there would have been criminal, in yeah. criminal intentional framing. Yeah, I agree. There would have been evidence in the car. They, there would have been evidence in the apartment or the car. Absolutely. But I don't think that's what happened. I really I re look if it if this ends up being something really shady here that police uh, padded the evidence. OK, because they just knew it was Koberger because of whatever reason you, like. I don't think a lot of people understand what are some of the ways that you could come up with a, a person. So um you don't think that they have contacts in college towns that help them stay up on crime like snitches? They do. They absolutely do. And we've already heard Steve talking about a jailhouse snitch in this case specifically. So uh, 
to think that they didn't have people that were reaching out to them, that were putting others on their radar. You know, we listened to that one video and I'm going to get back to it. I've mentioned multiple times that I'm going to get back to that interview where that person admits on an interview, a, a recorded interview that, yeah, the, this guy from the college had a car and I called in and I told them, hey, that a car matching that description is in front of this building at this school. And they're literally talking about Coburger's car. Mm -hmm. So to think that police couldn't have been like this and know it was him and know that the only way we're going to be able to get to him and that IgG to prove it's him is to is to make sure that we don't have any suspects. I think it could snowball super easily. And I do think that they probably thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, so factors of touch DNA was found that fabric samples produced informative SCR profiles defined here as 12 or more LLs up to nine month time point for either environment. Interesting. See, I think the real question here is, is how reliable that SCR profile is with the touch DNA, depending on the sample size. I think the sample size matters a lot because an yeah. SCR is short tandem repeat. I, I believe yeah. it has to be repeatable. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I have some links on here uh, that. Is it no? Maybe not. I'm gonna have to find them. I know I saved all these links and notes and everything for the Idaho for around the uh, DNA information. Well, we're gonna have to do another video on DNA now. Yeah. So, um, and I agree. Trace DNA can be easily explained away. Uh, wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands, especially if you're going to commit a crime, unless yeah. you want to frame somebody else. <gasps> yeah, I agree 100%. Or if I you agree. don't want your touch DNA on other things, and, I guess wear gloves all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wear electrician's gloves and vans and vans, right? So I I have my crime shoes. I keep them with me. I, I wear these every time I commit a crime. Honestly, J. Ray, I think it could be both. I think the Brady uh, Giglio could be both Stickergate and Dr. Moore. I think it very well could be. Yeah, I, I just have a hard time not believing it's Dr. Moore because that's an active case and in investigation yeah. right now. And in the paperwork that's filed through the court for the lawsuit that Dr. Moore has against those police officers... It says that there is an active investigation into with uh, internal. What's it called? What's it called? Internal what? Uh, affairs. Yeah. In, with IA internal affairs, internal affairs. I wrote down almost everything you can hear in the leaked ring cam audio a lot more in that people can't hear. Definitely interesting. It is interesting. Oh, shoot. Did I not? see jeff respond to uh to fixing that uh i i was hoping he could uh i can i'll go back and look yeah yeah single source means one person that's that's correct um but i think he was talking about the sample size specifically yeah. a single um, sample single yeah sample 
I apparently I am learning this, Jay Ray, that S and P can be built off of STR. I didn't I didn't think so, but I that's what everyone's saying. I, I have to look into it more. And daily forensic practice, different material compositions had to be investigated with very variable results. Hmm. Yeah, and apparently they didn't almost get their indictment. Six jurors wanted more information. We did a video recently talking about the grand jury indictment, and I, I think it's a really shady process. I think they should do away with it. Um, yes. It, it doesn't this, work. This sounds pretty clear. So genome-wide association. So GWAS identified disease associations for single nucleotide polymorphisms, SNPs, from scattered genomic locations. However, SMPs frequently reside on several different SMP haplotypes, and only some of which may be diseases. Okay, so this is more focusing on the disease ratio. But if they're able to build a SNP from string or STR, um, then it can be done. Where did they say that they could build an SMP from STR? So this is specifically talking about string DNA. Uh, hold on. Yeah, but it's not talking about an STR profile in an SMP. Genome-wide associated disease associated for a single new for okay from that doesn't scattered. Make any sense. Hold on, hold on. The, it is what it is. What I was reading, I just need to find it in here. Hang on, hang on. I think that does prove it if we knew what we were talking about. Because it's talking about the SNP. Okay, so subject vectors are searched for hemos and single types hetero individuals. These unambiguous SNP string combinations and then a... Our decomposition, more four decomposition, three unique decomp. So, following this list, novel string compiled from an imaging list. Hmm. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Ignore me. I don't know what I'm talking about here. Okay. So. Yeah, I'll have to come back to it. I'll have to come back to it. But yeah. I saw someone say that we covered the heck out of DNA. I I think we have, but it, it as long as there's concern out there around this, as long as there's questions out there around this, I think that we are uh, going to continue covering it yeah yeah trust me i know that that's my issue with all of it is that yes yeah, she read that it said isp were the ones that found the profile that tied to Koberger, but we know that's not true we know that's not true the in the same way that we know the cell phone data evidence 
it, it was built by pain, that pain triangulated that evidence is not true. So I, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because it almost, looking at that evidence makes you almost feel like there has to be some kind of fraudulent activity in this, right? Um, but it might not be coming from the prosecution or the state. Yeah, what are you looking up? Um, <clears throat> I think I referred to this recently. Um, actually, on the light on the podcast, because this talks extensively about STR and SNP. Um, the what? It's it's confusing though. Like yeah, I have to sit not, down and read through it yeah, to be able to talk That's about That's how it. I was feeling too. When I started reading into it, I was like, oh wait, way over my head already. I feel like when I'm reading about DNA details, I need a notepad so I can connect dots when I'm reading. <clears throat> for real. The, from what I was reading, they use SNP for touch DNA to do the IgG yeah. because those 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 markers that are passed throughout generations are much more stable. Yeah. They're very stable. Well, it's also a different uh, part of like the DNA strand and that's important. It, it is. And they're more stable. Now, STR, the, what they look at, those markers, the ones that identify us, like us as us traits, yeah. uh, specifically are much less reliable. They're much more unstable. Mm -hmm. um but str overall is it's more accurate for identifying a single person yeah yeah, yeah. for yeah. direct comparison when you have a sample and when there's another to be able to look at those markers now the the difference with the snip is it's a percentage base around likelihood what does that so mean? we we i think they were just meaning like we can talk about anything we want Hey, what's going on, Bunny Fur? Well, we're glad you found the channel. We're glad that you're here. And uh, we definitely need to talk about DNA again. I think we need to talk about DNA again to talk about the differences between SNPs and STRs. I think that's important. We haven't done that. No, I that, I mean, I kind of talked about it in this, but not enough. Um Short repeats. I mean, does SMP refer to a single nucleotide? Yes. They can't. Yes. But they can't easily differentiate between humans with SNPs. Uh, they can, they kind of can. It's, it's, mm -hmm. that's why they don't use SNP to identify somebody. Uh, very rarely. They don't do that typically. Yeah. Um, that's why it's really only used in cold cases, uh, to get a lead because, um, these are, like there could be it's because there are these generational you know what are they called i can't yeah, remember it's just generational, generational traits yes yes and yep. and it's different it's different i we definitely do need to do in a video like digging into it i'm gonna definitely be doing more research into it so i yeah. can be more firm like in, just 
the facts. Just you so know? people can understand that an STR and an SNP are two separate things. And that's the mistake that I was making in the video when I thought I knew what I was talking about, about them being the same thing, that the process on gathering them is what makes them different. That is not the case. They are literally two separate parts of a DNA. So you have this DNA right here, right? So this strand of DNA and the SMP are generational markers that are uh, different parts of the strand here. So what makes us us, okay? And that it, that's what we talk about in that DNA video that is 0.1% of a strand. So if you're looking at a DNA of a person, there's like 6 billion uh, DNA strands. This piece right here, there's 6 billion of them. And 0.1% make us different from me different from Malia here. It's 0.1% of that 6 billion. And that comes to 6 million. So there are 6 million of these markers that can identify one person. And the difference in those is some of those 6 million is what they're going to take to compare uh, somebody's DNA to what they found at the crime. When you're talking about SNPs, it's a, it's their different sections of your genetic makeup. I hope that makes sense. It made sense to me. I should I should shave my head too. I should shave my head, my beard, beard and eyebrows. Maybe I'll grow everything out for November and then shave it all. Everything. So all they, when they compare an SNP to an STR to identify somebody, all they can do is a relatedness match. A relatedness? To yeah. see if you're related, it sounds like. Yeah. To that profile. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Why did I not think of going here? This is crazy. <clears throat> and... I'm actually shocked I haven't came over here yet. Okay, so Othram. And we were going to talk about Othram because Othram is crazy, you guys, for one. The fact that this company was created and popped up in 2018 immediately had back-end ties to all of law enforcement. Makes me wonder if the person that started this was originally... Uh, invested in law enforcement. I'm not going tin hat here. I'm just saying as a company, it's commendable. Like the business model and business plan around this company is insane, dude. They literally are leading the nation, if not world, and just started in 2018. That is no time at all to all of a sudden be it. You're it, you know, when it comes to DNA profiling, essentially. Um, but let me see here. Technology. Kinsnip. So Kinsnip, which is for your kinship with those DNA markers in the SNP profile to uh, build that family tree and say, oh, look, these markers are the same as here. These markers are the same as here. This person's tied to this familial tree developed by Othram Kinsnip also. 
or I'm sorry, developed by Othram Kinsnip, allows investigators to infer kinship in closely and distantly related individuals, combining the speed of traditional forensic STR testing with the power of advanced SNP testing. Oh, will they solve my case? Should I set up a consultation and just record it all? So do we have... I'm just kidding. That'd be so messed up. We have someone on the inside. So do they have anything about their little vacuum on here? Mm-mm. No, they have their own DNA database, which that's super interesting. And look, you can, you can, uh, you can pay into helping them solve cases, which is strange. So every time they run one of these, it's, it costs $7,500. Look at this. Whoa. Yeah. And they expect like people to just give and to figure this. I is that what Brian's guilt cost? I'm just kidding. Interesting. We combine crowdfunding, volunteer data, and cutting-edge gen genomics to solve unsolvable cases. The DNA Solves database is used exclusively to aid human identification investigations in order to help law enforcement resolve cases. Forensic-focused, purpose-built for law enforcement, we facilitate full chain of custody and support agencies with case feasible assessments and other forensic resources. Oh, this is interesting. <clears throat> I'm about to send this to you. DNA Solves utilizes Othram's advanced testing platform to secure the best outcomes for every case while minimizing cons consumption of evidence. Malia found something great. I found something super interesting, guys. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to read this. All right, pull it up. It's in the email. It is a glass onion. You're right. Totally right. All right, I am about to end the poll in just a second. Uh, if anyone just hopped on or didn't see, we posted a poll uh, asking if everyone thought whether Brian was guilty. Um, the answers are yes, no, he's involved somehow or undecided. If you would like to cast your vote, I'm about to close it out. So here's your last chance. Make a play. All right, so Place a bet. I, I'm going to close it out in just a minute. Um, the MVAC system is a vacuum machine. Okay, hold on. I got to share it. The, this is about the, the vacuum. It's to share stuff. A little vacuum, okay, that is used to collect DNA. 
The MVAC system is a vacuum machine especially designed to extract DNA off porous and rough surfaces, allowing forensic investigators, analysts, and CSI to reveal crucial evidence and solve crime cases that would otherwise go cold or misinterpreted. In this interview, President Jared Bradley reveals the unusual story behind the company and portrays the invaluable benefits that MVAC brings to the table. So I'm going to scroll past that part, but I want to see how does it work? So, uh, the carpet cleaner analogy is more than just effectiveness. It's literally how it works. It sprays the solution in the middle of the sampling head and applies vacuum pressure along the outside of it. The vacuum pressure surrounds the liquid, creating a mini hurricane that sucks out whatever it is you're looking for, whether that's skin, cells, saliva, or blood. For example, the FBI showed that even after swabbing, the MVAC could come back along the same area that had already been swabbed and still collect up to 46 times more DNA than the swab. 46 more times than the swab. I don't know why I keep right-clicking on accident. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. The average across the entire FBI study was 12 times, but it fluctuated depending on the surface and what they were looking for. It's not so much about the scrubbing action. It's more about the combination of the solution and vacuum pressure that creates the turbulence, which is what enables the cellular material to be collected. So remember, I was just saying, did they get a sample off that sheath in ISP forensic labs? And then once they ran the STR through CODIS, they're like, crap, we can't get any more DNA off this with a swab. So they send it to their buddies at Authorum who have apparently this vacuum system. I mean, and they, dude. 12 times I get it, more but DNA I, I than the I feel like swap. you're trying to like create a way where ISP found DNA and it was I'm just awesome. questioning it. I'm just questioning it. Because multiple sources say that ISP did not. I know. I know. So I don't know why we're trying to build a bridge to make it look like they did. What? I'm just throwing out the possibility. Yeah, because I do think it's a possibility. We don't have anything that is a hundred percent solid that we that allows us to know for sure. I mean, I have doubts, and that doesn't mean that there's some big conspiracy. But whoever wrote the PCA lied, lied a hundred percent. It's not a maybe lie; it is a one hundred percent lied when it came to cell phone evidence. So to think that they're not gonna fluff it to make it look good for the prosecution in other areas why would they lie in one area and not another i agree with you i just am curious and they're still lying even if what i'm saying is the case it's still a lie yeah they still didn't tell the truth because they're not talking about Othram. yeah i think this is still a possibility and i think it still includes them lying yeah, I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think they found anything. And I think that the longer that stuff goes on, uh, the more we have evidence that that came out. You know, three weeks ago, people were saying, dude, they didn't send the sheath to Texas. They did not. They did not send it to Texas. Well, it kind of looks like they did. 
look, can you describe a case where the impact turned investigation around? Cold case. Cold case. I was curious if he was going to cite any active investigation. He doesn't. He talks about a cold case. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just funny. It's just funny to me. That's all. How, uh, like, here, let's stretch it so it can be true. What, me? No. I, I mean, the details in, in the PCA. Uh, and look, what would prove all of it? Because I don't think there's some grand conspiracy. I do not. I think that one mistaken, untrained officer can make mistakes. And uh, I, it, the cell phone evidence is not true. It is not true. And it even is provably not true in the PCA when it talks about him returning that next morning. And it says that we see on the, uh, on the Washington Tower what looks like actions of Koberger going back over to Idaho. But they do not say that Koberger's cell phone connected to an Idaho Tower. So what they're trying to suggest is that he connected to a Washington Tower, which isn't possible, and and came over to 1122. When I find one lie, I just have a hard time I agree not with you. thinking there's going to be more. I agree with you. And J. Ray said, okay, but Brendan, it's because the court docs say ISP found it. That's why. Yeah. Because they say that ISP found it in the court docs. And they yeah. do. They do. Yeah, I know. It it does say that, but it also doesn't include Othram. Mm -hmm. It says that ISP found this DNA. Othram, look, by leaving something out, it's up to you guys whether you take it as a lie or not, okay? So when the state comes forward and says, hey, let me show you how we got this DNA, we got it. By swabbing it, and we found this sweet DNA sample that we uploaded to CODIS and realized there was we, we didn't have any match in CODIS. So we sent it over to the FBI. The FBI was able to build a tree, and that tree was able to connect it directly to Koberger, okay? Because that is what is said. That is 100% what is said. So is it a lie that they didn't include Othram? I feel like it is. Yeah, I think they included Othram. I, they I do did think not so. include Othram oh, in that statement. No, they did not. Right, but they did use Othram, and they didn't include it in their statement. Yeah, so yeah. for me, that is a lie. Um, bring because my justice system is transparent. Like, yeah, it, it's very, very, very simple. Just show your entire work. Who cares if you would have said, "Hey, look, we took it to Othram because we wanted to do this, this, and this. This is our work product. This is how we did it." Dude, it would be the same outcome. But when you're trying to hide things and when you're trying to put things under the rug, there's a reason for that. It's not yeah. just because. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah, agreed. And yes, you guys, yes, CH and Freedom agree with you. Um, I, I don't think it's funny that police, uh, that people believe police are obligated to tell us the truth. I do believe that they should be obligated to tell us the truth. Um, and they're not allowed to lie to get somebody convicted. Yeah. They're not, that is illegal. Um, and I believe the justice system should be transparent. Now, the way it's set up right now, 
it doesn't have to be in all situations. And I, for me, that's an issue. Um, but when it comes to this trial, when it comes to, you know, the defendant, they are not allowed to just lie. And that's, I mean, they're not allowed to just lie. Mm -mm. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I they, think... they do lie, but our court system is supposed to be good faith. Yeah. That, that's what its creation was based around is a good faith court system. Mm -hmm. um, I know Liz uh, and good evening, but I, I personally do not think Bill is involved. If, if there's shady stuff going on here, I, I don't think Bill is involved. Uh, and I think that's why we see the frustration that we see, because I think more than likely he has been handed a giant pile of crap and he is having to make it work. Because again, let's just say Koberger's guilty and he, to he totally could be. It's just as I think Koberger being involved and being guilty or Koberger being innocent is the flip of a coin. In my opinion, I think it could go either way and I'm okay with that. I don't need him to be innocent. I don't need him to be guilty. But what I do need is my justice system to be honest because that's what I believe in. You know, that's what, that's what I vote for. That's what I want to be held accountable to. And that's the, the justice system for the country I want to live in. Um, so I, I, I feel obligated to ask these questions. And I think I missed my point that I was going for, but I think you did too, but that's okay. Um, is there proof of that JB? Does anybody have like a printed version of that court document? Um, does anybody have like screenshots of it, which screenshots can be, you know, altered. So uh, I just am curious. Did you see it yourself? That would be awesome. Did you, I like, wish I saved everything. You, yeah right did you go to the uh the website and see it for yourself i'm just curious because i that's interesting if that's truly the case and you saw it for yourself um or you know, have proof of it that's very interesting yeah um and that's what we suspect that there's uh concerns about the chain of custody um yeah, yeah, there there is a gag order, but I disagree with the gag order. And I think even a lot of people that believe Brian is guilty disagree with the gag order and don't yeah. like it because it causes all of these issues. Yeah, it causes people like us to feel obligated to come out and talk about it. And that's just facts. That's just true. It makes me question everything. Uh. No, we found other lies in the PCA. No, you know that, J-Ray. We've talked about it before. Um, but the reason why I feel like I have to clar clarify myself every time we talk about the PCA having untrue parts is because a lot of people look at our court documentation with a certain amount of reverence. Like, like it's very unlikely there's untrue stuff in there. So it makes me feel like I need to clarify uh, what it is, how it is, who it is, you know what I mean? Like give the rundown of what that is because uh, agreed, there are multiple things that are not true in there. It's not a lie that they didn't add the IgG and the PCA. What are you, I'm confused. Othram wasn't added. Uh, the chain of custody being broken on the sheath wasn't added. That is not in there. 
And the defense had, I mean, I'm sorry, not the defense. The prosecution has never talked about Othram, ever. That's shady, man. Why can't we just convict transparently? Right. So do you have the court website pulled up? I want to pull yeah. up the PCA real quick and read that one little snippet about the IgG. While you're pulling that up, I'm going to the bathroom. And that's saying that with the understanding that, look, I I assure you guys, it, it does not matter to us if Brian Koberger is guilty or innocent. But if if I'm the one that's in handcuffs, I, I'm going to call out all the things that I don't want the police doing to me, you know? Bow, bow, bow. And there's definitely some stretching. There's definitely some lying in the PCA. There's some. Ugh. This isn't it. This is the. Wait. Oh, why am I in this? Okay, Brett Payne's finest. Go ahead. I mean, I, I don't know what you want. I just want to look at the... Did you... <laughs> he had to do it, didn't he? Um, I just want to find the specific part about the IgG... Um, Did he scroll to it? Doop, 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 doop. Let's see. Uh, diamond shit. There's a latent shoe print. thought it was like pretty early on that they mentioned it i'm confused statement of brett Payne. Did you find it? I mean, I think I got to scroll down more, but this is the beginning. So um, as I entered this bedroom, I could see two females in the single bed in the room. Both Gonzalez and Mogan were deceased with visible stab wounds. I also later noticed what appeared to be a tan leather knife sheath laying on the bed next to Mogan's right side when viewed from the door. 
Um, the sheath was later processed and had K-Bar USMC and the United States Marine Corps Eagle Globe and anchor insignia stamped on the outside of it. The Idaho State Lab later located a single source of male DNA suspect profile left on the button snap of the knife sheath. Um, I think we got to go down more to find the details. Someone said, don't go. Don't go. Yeah. To you? I don't know who they were talking to. I had to go. We were arguing. Yeah, we were straight up duking it out, fighting. Okay, so where are we at? Um, I'm looking for the IgG snippet. So here's, that is the latent shoe print. Yeah. Video canvas, camera footage. Footage. I think I have this all highlighted somewhere on Suspect here. vehicle, suspect vehicle, uh, video footage, uh, Hyundai Elantra, video footage, um, more about the car. The, the way this scrolls is terrible. I could totally skim through this way faster if this thing didn't suck. Uh, I mean, use the, the car. If you want. Um... Tell me if you see it okay. and I miss it, which I don't think There's I will. There's the cell phone data that is not true. Um, isn't it? Isn't this it? Based on my training, experience, and conversations with law enforcement officers that specialize in the utilization of cellular telephone records as part of the investigation, individuals can either leave their cellular telephone at a different... That's part of that why you're talking about. Cast. Um, the phone... How far are we in? How far in do they talk about it? I honestly don't remember. I haven't looked at this document in about 30 days. I thought it was way earlier than this, guys. I'm really confused. No, no, I don't think so. Make sure people aren't yelling at me in the comments. Okay. I ended the poll, by the way. The IgG is not in the PCA. Let me see. So that's it. I think so. The evidence was sent to us. Okay, so the Idaho State Lab reported that a DNA profile obtained from the trash. Okay, so they're talking about the trash there. Mm -hmm. This is still about the phone uh, right here. So on December 27th, Pennsylvania agents recovered the trash from Coburger family residence located in Albright's, Pennsylvania. That evidence was sent to the Idaho State Lab for testing. On December 28, 2022, the Idaho State Lab reported that a DNA profile obtained from the trash and the DNA profile obtained from the sheath identified a male as not being excluded as the biological father of suspect profile. At least 99.9998% of the male population would be expected to be excluded from the possibility of being the suspect's biological father. Okay, so that does kind of refer to the IgG. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. 
So here, here's my thoughts on it. Cause it doesn't mention anything except that Idaho state lab found DNA on the button snap and that they also processed the trash and found that it was a match of Koberger and his father or that you, whatever, not, not technically actually, uh, that whoever this suspect was, was related to Koberger's yeah. father. So, so here's my, my thoughts. That's fucking shady. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't mean to cuss my bad. Yeah. Um, it's super shady because they excluded so much. We know for a fact, it was the FBI that plucked that from, uh, from the, the lab. Yeah. That they did the IgG workup. They did the tree. Yeah. So th- all of that is completely excluded here. All of it. I know. I know. <laughs> Super shady. I agree. I agree. I'm telling you, there's something to the DNA. There's something to the DNA. That's why it's so interesting to me that the that people lean on this DNA in the way that they do. Yeah, the because only, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, and the only thing about the control F thing is I didn't want to do that just in case they mentioned the IgG without actually saying IgG, which is what they did. They did not say they used IgG. They don't say that. They just say they have a match. They just say they have a DNA profile. They made it super generic as possible, as yep. as little detail as possible. Um, and they mention only one lab, not three. As it should have been. Yeah. That's just a lot of steps to skip. Yeah. Like a lot to skip. Yeah. And do you think it was actually ISP that processed the trash and not the FBI? Are there any FBI labs? Like at all? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, no, for DNA. For DNA. I, I don't know what what how big dna machines are but you know the fbi literally has rolling labs like buses of entire laboratories yeah so uh it, it is a bus big enough to have a full dna rundown like a, a a whole whatever is used in that uh maybe i don't know because why use a, a dna laboratory why like. why use a private company why not just have the fbi do it all i i'm telling you i I agree. There's issues. There's something to this. Yeah, I get that they left it out because they're not using it, but they did use it. And the thing is, they why did. not use it? That's my thing. Like, I understand they don't want to use it, but why? That that why gets me. When it's such a strong piece of evidence, dude, it is so strong. It is literally the key piece of evidence in this case so why don't you want to use it name another case where the state is like yeah dude we got our suspect we arrested him and we even have dna and we're not gonna use it yes so they mentioned the trash dna zero to do with the igg that's that can't be true ch this the IgG is what they use. J Ray has the answer. It's what they used to connect Brian Koberger's father. Yes, that is that's what they did. 
in uh i mean unless we're unless it's lies in the new document email or discord discord is where it's at you guys i'm confused how you can say that the trash has nothing to do with the igg why do why, yeah no. i just want to know why so that has nothing. i agree i don't think the trash has anything to do with it i think it's important for how because it because all it did is prove that Koberger is tied to this. They they just got the father's DNA. Do they need to show that work product? Yes, they do. But it, that is not important. The actual trash doesn't mean anything. All it is is a step to prove a different step for one of their theories that they believe. Okay, but it does have something to do with the IgG because they had to use the IgG to confirm, to use the trash to confirm it with Brian's father. I get that. Like, I understand that. All that work is important and should be shown. But when it comes to the actual court case, it's not something you would bring up. It's something that the defense would just verify as, oh, okay, I, I see how they got to that point. Got it. They used the snap. I'm confused. Uh, Mike, they don't need to show their work regarding the IgG. There's plenty of precedent showing that it's not required. It's called parallel construction. I did look up parallel construction, but how does that prove that they don't need to show their work? I think that uh, if if that's the precedent that's been set in court cases, I feel that's wrong. It's wrong. And a new precedent should be yeah, set. Yeah, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong for sure. Um, they need they need to show, if you're going to convict someone, they need to show how they got from point A to point B. I agree. It's wrong all the way around, even if it's not used. Even if it's not used. Otherwise, we're creating the obvious situation where uh, you're going to be arrested and the state is going to be like, hey, we're charging you and you're going to do 20 years behind bars and we're not going to show you why we believe it's you. You're going to go behind bars thinking they just don't like you. That, that's problematic. Yeah. I. So have, did you look up parallel construction at all after Mike mentioned it? Here. I'll give you guys the definition because he, he requested that I look that up. And I feel like that is an interesting concept. Um, you got to look in investigation, l l parallel construction in investigation, not because it'll just give you some grammar stuff. Yeah, share. Yeah. Parallel construction occurs when the government learns of a cr of criminal activity through one source, but then gives the information to a law enforcement agency to reconstruct the investigation so that the origin of that second investigation is different from the original source. Yeah, yeah. no. And, and I get that. But but the thing is, is you have to prove how they got to from point A to point B. So even in that. They need to reconstruct it and skipping all that work doesn't show how. And that's what's important is the how, because one, we don't know if cross contamination happened. Looking at the honest ways that somebody's DNA could have gotten a knife sheath. OK, maybe Koberger didn't do it. Maybe he didn't. And he 
went to a local store and picked up this knife sheath and was playing around with it and put it back down and someone else bought it with the intention of committing this crime and they accidentally left it there and that happened. So, uh, did you know what I mean? Like you got to be able to show that work product. Did they take that knife and had Brian Koberger while trying to, uh, apply to, that police department be in a room and they set that knife down somewhere in that room. Like, I know these are way out there theories. I'm not saying that these things are possible. Um, but that's why you got to show that casework. That's why you got to show the work on how they came from point A to point B. They, they can't just arrest somebody and be like, here, let me swab your mouth and let me just check your DNA with this. No. How did you get that? How did you come to that conclusion? How did you work that case? How did that knife get there? Is there any possibility of contamination? Is there any possibility of, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, so CH says, I totally agree, guys. I was just pointing out that it was intentionally left out so they could say it was a yeah. tip. Um, and Mike said that they are doing that. They're showing how parallel construction is 100% legal and precedent is set that it's 100% legal. You know, I get the whole precedent thing. I understand it, but that doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean that that should have been the precedent that was set. That That's um, why we make these videos <laughs> coming at Idaho, dude, because Idaho has problems right now. This is insane. It is absolutely insane. Right. That's correct. They didn't use IgG to get his name. That's that's what I've been saying. They didn't match him using the IgG. They used it to get a close kinship and it came back to his dad um, was a match. And they had so they had one son and it matches him. Yeah, right. And then he's arrested. That That's correct. That's exactly how they are avoiding being able to turn this over. Exactly. It went from wow, CH. Tell us dude, how you really what are you feel, doing? huh? Putting that on the screen. It's misspelled. It doesn't matter. Okay. It'll, it'll dock us. All right. I mean, I didn't know that that was a dockable word. For sure, anything <laughs> adult related. Okay. You can't do that. All right. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. This is a G-rated show. Yes, you're right. I forget sometimes, my bad. All the time. <laughs> but, uh... Yay, you made Discord. Yeah, I've been... So I'm trying to look at some emails. I know a few people have reached out to me saying they sent emails. I'm trying to go over it. Today, I, I sat down and tried, and I had every intention in going through all of your guys' emails, and then something ridiculous happened and i was on the phone for the rest of the day i literally was on the phone all day trying to get something handled it's personal but it was a pain in the butt so um yeah i'm going to go through them we've been really behind on lots of things uh, a lot's been going on but tomorrow for sure i should be able to go over some it's fine. You guys can say whatever you want. Yeah, it just can't go on the screen. It was my Malia fault. Malia shouldn't have posted it on the screen. Yes, you guys can say whatever you want. I, it was me. 
it's my fault. It it messes with the YouTube algorithm. Anything anytime something adult related goes up there, what it'll do is it will dock us for making uh any money on videos around uh the the YouTube members watching and the non-members and things like that so you just had to be really careful what you put up there if there's anything that's adult content related and honestly probably just from the f-bomb being dropped it'll do that it's it's really it's really sucky but that's okay what I, I all the content creators say as long as you don't do it within the beginning normally you're fine there's a lot of shows that cuss yeah but I don't want to get into it. Okay, we why. won't get into We've it. We've talked about it already. You, yeah. You know why. I mean. We're a different show. Okay. We aren't a streamer. We're a talk show. Exactly. G-rated for gangsta. My but dad, yeah, the, the, my dad. The parallel construction stuff is interesting. I just don't know if it's okay. I just don't know if it's right. I'm not Ag bought into that. Agreed. Agreed. And in order to get change around these things, the only way you're going to get it is by talking about it. Idaho, and we have a whole bunch of people that are from Idaho that watch our show. If you're from Idaho, if I'm talking directly to you in Idaho, uh, man, I would start paying attention to who you vote into office. I would start working towards getting this justice system fixed because that's scary. It's super scary, man. You, the, the grand, uh, I'm having an ADHD moment. The, uh, grand jury. Yeah. The grand jury, the grand jury, uh, is, is troublesome. California did away with it. Tons, tons. I think there's like 15 different states now that don't use a grand jury because it's a slighted system. It's one-sided. Whoever is going to be in there with the grand jury is going to get the grand jury on their side. It's basic sales tactics, salesman tactics. And that's that's not fair in a case when you're supposed to have an equal and opposite defense. Uh Check out the dude that discovered Ellie's Stingray spying device. They use parallel construction to hide its use. The state chose to drop charges rather than have lawyers talk about it in court. Yeah, dude, law enforcement does not want people to know what Stingray Stingrays are. Um, I, I'll tell you about them all day, but they are. Uh, I thought they're crazy. I thought it did, Liz, but I can't find it right now where it says a third party was used no. so if i find it i'll let you know but from everything brendan's saying and oh everything we found so far it doesn't look like it mm -hmm. but it, it might be alleged by ann um through things that she's heard like she said she saw in the new york times that um authorum had been used uh it could have been alleged in that way uh, from the defense, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think the state has ever said that. No, no. The only, the only thing I didn't know though, that the defense brought it up that I, that's new information for me. Yes, absolutely. If you want a response quick, cause that's, that's a good point. Um, if you, if, if you've sent an email and you want us to know about it quickly, 
uh, or Discord is a really good place. It, it's really it easy. Is. It's really easy to check. Free. It's free. Always um, free. The chat. Always. It's a. It's great with notifications. It's. It's basically just a chat. It's. It's super convenient. So mm -hmm. if you have something you want uh, to send us and you want us to be able to get to it very quickly, Discord is where it's at for real. Yeah, it really is. Uh, but we we do check our emails. Uh, we try to. It's just the past couple weeks has been rough. Um, that's why we're so behind on emails right now. But we will get to them. We absolutely will. Yeah. I will never understand why they had the wrong year car either, unless they explain it, and I doubt they will. Uh, so my other issue is, if I recall, the Idaho State Lab won an award for this testing, so why did they send it to Othram? Uh, they didn't win an award for this testing. We we made a little video on it, and we talked about it. Um, it was... Uh, it was what was the award for again? It for was it's metrics excellence. It's yes, it's metric based. Sorry if we missed the question. I didn't see. Okay, that's not a question. Does mm -mm. is that it? No. No. If we missed your question, just say it again because I I haven't seen it. Not yeah. anytime recently, anyway. Um, Holden. Holden, yeah. <laughs> uh, the court. Because we tried to scroll back and check and we didn't see much. Check Discord, the chart of IGG, and why this isn't just a tip. Name provided to law enforcement. STR profile search CODIS. Yeah. Yeah. If they sent the sheath to Authorum, I don't think it can be just a tip. But hmm. yeah, yeah, J J Ray originally sent us the email about the award. We covered that a while back. Unless there's a new award that I don't know about, Pebbles. That's good. Um, the award that we covered a while ago uh was metric based. Um and it it wasn't really clear what those metrics were about. Um, so <laughs> it was kind of confusing. Let me see if I can open this in because that is helpful. This is this is a good Thank you for sending this, CH. Yeah, th this is a good example. I, I still have questions, but this is helpful in helping people understand. So, look, you have the K-Bar knife sheath recovered from the scene. That It's sent to ISP lab. DNA is extracted. However, that doesn't account for the people who are saying that DNA wasn't. They didn't find any. That's where my big question lies is a lot of these things that are coming out, 
we're finding are are true but okay let's just assume for this all right so it was the dna was extracted to isp lab and uh it was ran through codis with no hits so what did they do they sent the the uh sheath over to Othram. Othram did all their tests and everything, yada, 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 created the SNP, okay, and, and made the connection with the tree to get the defendant's name ba based on what they believe through that uh, profile. That was then re-verified through the STR profile that the ISP lab created, according to them. Um, but uh, that... This leaves out the FBI and them building it. That's why I I doubt ISP because even this, even this, right? We have multiple profiles out there. And I personally think that they did not want to bring in Othram. I think that all the work came from Othram, that ISP found none of it. And in order to not have to bring up Othram, that they were like, yo, FBI, go pick this stuff up, you know? So that way it's all law enforcement all the time. That's just my opinion, though. I want to be very clear. That's my opinion. And part of the reason why I have some of those doubts is, again, just some of those topics in the PCA that are very questionable. Agreed, Tara. The grand jury system does not provide that checks and balances system. Um, and CH said this is the state's chart justifying that they are not related. Yeah. They are stipulating that it is two separate things. Yeah. And I I, I just don't believe it. I don't. I don't either. Because, again, because again this doesn't include FBI. Interesting. Thank you for sending that. Um, so Pebbles, I, I went looking in the email real quick to see if I could identify who exactly is your, you, um, I am not sure. So if you could send me, a, send us an email, just letting us know, like, this is me Pebbles. That would be cool. Yeah, I think. Unless, you know, I think. She said she sent us yeah. an email about an award. Mm -hmm. You know who it is? I think. I think. Okay. It would be easier just to send that, just to be sure. But yeah. Because I got to go through all of these. Um, but I even tried searching for like ISP award or award. And I couldn't find an email that popped up for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, it's super strange. It's super strange. And then the D the FBI's involvement too, like, oh, I just don't get it. It's not adding up. Sorry about that, Pebbles. I was trying to find what you sent about the award. I, I can't find it right now. I don't know why. But uh, our email is kind of weird and funky sometimes. Yeah. Idaho State Lab IgG. Because, yeah, we, we talked about that here. Let me see if... Uh, That's what her email, I think, is entitled, but... Uh, mm, 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 mm. It's somewhere in here. Right here. Yeah. What? The Idaho State Police Award. I was just showing everyone that 
the what we talked about on that. It was the forensic lab that got the award. Yeah. Yep. That's what the Idaho State Award was for, too, was the forensic yeah. lab. I just can't remember what for that... For their metrics. Yeah, it was specifically called something. She said it's not that award. It's something else. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can send it in Discord or you can resend it in the email. I know there's been a few times people have told us they sent emails and we didn't get it. And I don't know why we didn't get it. Um, I, you know, I've, ch I've checked so many things and I don't know why sometimes we couldn't find it. Yeah. Some, some emails, some people sent, honestly, I think the first email J Ray sent, we didn't get, and then all, and then it worked, it worked, uh, all of a sudden. So I don't know why sometimes it does that. I I've never had that problem with an email before, and this is just Gmail. So I don't know why it's doing that sometimes. Yes. I would just double check that it says contact thought riot uh at gmail like i would just double check to make sure it's exactly right but yes yes i don't know and then also make sure you guys check out uh get on our twitter here i just sent the link there so twitter is the only handle that's different. It's at Thought Riot Pod. We got the business cert, which is cool. I just hope I need answers, man. I wish I had a third eye like Judge Judge. Yeah, me too. It looks like a hairy eye. Oh, that's... That's weird. But yeah, so we're, we're on all social media platforms, you guys. Literally everything. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We got Discord. We got Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We are on Amazon Podcasts. We're on everything. Everything, everywhere, all the time, all at the same time, and at once. So... Um, it's always at Thought Riot Podcast. So Facebook.com forward slash Thought Riot Podcast, Instagram.com forward slash Thought Riot Podcast, except for Twitter.com forward slash Thought Riot Pod, P O D, Thought Riot Pod. You guys, there are some scary phishing emails out there. Are there? There are. There are some scary ones that I was just looking through spam to make sure your email wasn't sent to spam. Yeah. And there's you some... just delete all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I, there, I just was like, Whoa, I haven't, I've I never looked through the spam. Uh, I don't and seen all that. I don't ever look through the spam. Uh, there was one single email in there that I know wasn't spam. And that is the only one that I found that I saw that wasn't. I delete them all. So if you get in my spam folder, I am deleting you. Rude. Very rude. It's just not worth it, man. I get it. No, I get it. Uh, and thank you, AR. 
I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're feeling better. Uh, and Pebble said she sent it to us before. Did we say we saw it before? Okay, let me refresh. Refresh, refresh. All right, let's check this thing out, you guys. Yep, go for it. Visuals are the best visuals. Well, if it's going to pull up, I don't what. Yeah, my VPN is not letting it. Okay, different one here. No, okay, this one. Oh, that's strange. So that's their little vacuum tester here. Okay. By the way, any creators watching or people who want to promote a creator. Um... Oh, no, Pebbles. Really? Gosh. Yeah, you should. I'm not seeing your email pop up right now. I'm really confused. I don't understand why it's doing this. It's really frustrating. I'm sorry. Um, I just, I don't get it. If it ends up not working, like, at all, I can maybe try creating a second email for, like, I don't know, seeing how it works on a different, like, a Yahoo or, like, you know, something random. I don't know. Yeah. That, but, um, we got Discord. Use Discord if you're in Discord. Yeah. That's much better. It is much better. Uh, but I created a creators uh, to watch from promotion tab. So, so if you want to promote any creators or if you're a creator and you would like to post anything on there, like any uh, massive, amazing live stream you're going to have or just your channel or merch or anything, there's a whole tab on there now to promote yourself or promote another creator that you like. I will say the rules are no crap talking creators. It's not there for you to give opinions on creators. It's just there to spread the love and shout somebody out yeah. uh, or yourself out. And that's it. I got it started by posting, you know, some that we've highlighted uh, in the past and currently. And yep, now it's just there to exist and for everybody to use if they want. All right, yeah. go ahead. It's just interesting how it's used. The MVAC. I remember that, Pebbles. Now I'm going to have to find that one. I do remember that. And thanks for sending that. That was interesting. There. So th this, is how you, uh, this is how you get the DNA. It's 12 times more likely to gather DNA. That's super interesting. There was music in the background, so. Good night, CH. Glad you were here. Oh, and that's where it goes? Have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. There's a big FBI lab in Quantico. That makes sense. Don't apologize for chats. Who? I think CH said sorry for so much chat bubble or babble. Oh, no, no. We like it. Yeah, we love it. 
that whole thing was my fault. I shouldn't have put it on the screen. Yeah, that's this is super interesting. And then how how do they test that? That's strange. I'm curious. Are they doing that on a rock or bread? <laughs> I couldn't tell what it was. I, it's a rock, right? No, I I think it's that new kind of bread that's a rock bread. You would know. You love to eat bread. <laughs> yeah. Brennan just eats a whole loaf of bread as a snack. As a meal, not a snack. <laughs> but yeah. All right, everybody. I think that is the show tonight. Another great true crime talk show. The one yeah. and only. And I think on Sunday we might do the true crime talk show and premiere the uh, the crime as I, how I would do. Yeah, something's not working. Strange. There we go. Is that working now? Yeah. All right. It is working. And we didn't even have anyone drop off. That's cool. All right, guys, so uh, that is the show for tonight. And I think on Sunday we're going to be covering the crime as uh, I would have done it. So um, I don't know what happened. Something just happened. But I think we're going to premiere how I would have done the crime. And, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good one. It'll be a good one. We're not going to do Idaho. I mean, not Idaho. Delphi. I mean, we can maybe. I I don't care. I'm not I'm not tied on anything. We have a lot of good content right now. Oh, three more likes. Yeah, hit to the 100. like. Hit the like to ah. get to a hundred. And we appreciate that, Ian. Yes, you're thank awesome. You. Ian is our prisoner of the chat, the one and only, the man, the prisoner. I didn't see Michael King of the chat tonight. I hope he's still yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he was there at the premiere. Uh, he might be background listening or something, but Michael is forever king of the chat. I think J-Ray maybe needs to be like the grammar police of the chat. Make her uh, special cuffs. Give her a little badge. Yeah. She needs a little badge. She does need a badge. She's yeah. like, oh, she's the she always hall correct. monitor. The hall oh, monitor? The hall monitor. J-Ray's the hall monitor of the chat. Yes. J-Ray the hall monitor. And she's going to get a little hall monitor badge. Yes. 
That's awesome. Hey, Elliot. Hello, hello. Our active members that are a part of this regularly, all you guys will get your own little nicknames eventually, I'm sure. So yes. don't feel left out. <laughs> yes, yes. So this is what we're on tonight, the true crime talk show. And uh, yeah, it's been a good oh. time. But you can also Here. check out Thought Riot. What? Go ahead. This? Yeah, now go ahead. Uh, but you can also check out Thought Riot, the true crime and criminal culture. And what's really cool is we got an email from, I don't know, Apple, I think. I need to go back and look. I just looked real quick. But we're ranked 192. So we got some solid movement here in a very short time frame. And uh, so come check us out. If you're YouTube watchers, it's the same content as what's going on YouTube. So um, this just has long forum podcasts on it. You know, our five hour episodes, which should be three, but have been longer lately. And then we have this show here, which gets uploaded and uh, come on there. Give us a rating. Give us a comment. It helps us out. We're going to break that top 100 with your help. So hop on there and give us a comment and uh, we'd appreciate that. Tonight yeah. was a good one. I feel like we figured out quite a bit of stuff in a lot of different areas and uh, good information, great information. I just hope you guys for closing statements. And I say it all the time. I hope Brian Koberger is the guy and that the prosecution has a good amount of evidence that's honest, untainted, and transparent to prove it. Because if he's not the guy, if he's not, that means we have a very messed up situation in Idaho. And we still have a killer out there in the world that's capable of ending four people in this way. That's terrifying stuff. Like, I feel like I should be scared talking about it. Not really. Are you going to be sipping holy water next time? I know. That's teasing drip drop. That's so, dude, him drinking the holy water. It is, was super. It funny. is literally iconic, but I know. Um, yay, you were number 100, Jennifer. And yes, thank you, yes. Tennessee Shine. Um, I want to know what that bread vacuum found, right? The man, the frog, the prisoner. Yes. Uh, bye, Elliot. Have a great night. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, I mean, I noticed that TNT's been having quite a few issues with her streaming lately. Uh, uh. We haven't had as many issues as her, um, but it, there's there's definitely something going on there. I, I don't know what it could be. Um. Thank you, Mike. We always appreciate your input. We appreciate all your guys' input. Everybody. And uh, I saw, Dara, you said you sent an email. I, I'm going to try to catch up on them tomorrow. I probably won't be able to get to all of them because there's quite a few built up, but I'll try to get to some for sure. And Heather, I know yours are important. I actually watched a video you sent me today, I but then I got on the phone. I was reading your email before I got on the phone and was on the phone for the rest of the day. So... I will reply because it was an interesting one, and I think we might need to bring it up uh, very soon. So, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. truth and transparency is TNT, right? Thank you very much, J Ray. We dubbed you Hall Monitor of the Chat. Yes, you were gone. No, 
your hall monitor of the chat. Yeah. And you're going to get a, you're going to get a badge. So, so when, uh, <laughs> I mispronounce something, you can badge it, like badge it up. <laughs> oh, we didn't decide what month three was going to be. What was month three of the membership going to be? I haven't put that little badge up yet for the... I think one year needs to be like the brain. I thought it was uh... going to be the whole logo. Okay. We were building up to the whole logo. Okay, okay, okay. So we have a lightning bolt. And... We have a lightning bolt. We have a light bulb. What are... You guys shoot me some ideas. An eye, an eye. <laughs> and if if any members have suggestions on emotes, I would love to know what they are. I have some written down in a note to create, um, and I keep adding ideas because I want you guys to want to use them. I want them to be ones you like uh, and and find use for. I have a cream pie. To add to the whole throwing tomatoes. Uh, yes. I think, was it Anne that suggested the cream, cream pie? Cream pies are way better. Um, but yeah. So we need a hall monitor badge now for J-Ray. Yeah, the honk, conquer, spin. We need the honker. And I still have that written down, but I am having so much trouble getting like a honker. It's like you're going to have to literally create it. I am going to have to create it from scratch. I don't know what a honker spaniel is. Is that just like a, a cocker spaniel? That, that honks a duck head. Oh, like duck lips, like a duck mouth. Uh, yeah. That's kind of an interesting idea. The, according to our viewers, this is the Illuminati sign. Wait, why a cereal bowl, Pebbles? For a cereal killer. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Sun with shades. Pitbull Potamus, yes. <laughs> I love yes. pitbulls, so yeah. I had an American bulldog. That was the sweetest dog ever. Uh oh, post the member link. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the worst with that. Uh Tennessee, Brennan will post the join member link real quick so that you have that to make it easier. Yes, yes, and make sure you guys hop on that, uh, hop on that Twitter, because if I could pick one place to post updates and things like that, in uh, when it comes to, uh, that's a good idea, Freedom. If you have a design you want to become in a moat, posting it to Discord would be great. Yes, 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 yes. Or you can email it too, but Discord is honestly the best option right now. But email too is that's an option if you don't if you just can't do discord which i it's much easier now it was really hard in the beginning for me um but i stuck it out and i learned it finally j ray was lost too um, several other members were very lost <laughs> trying to figure out discord but a lot of us got it now um and i can always help if you just reach out to me i can always help with with figuring out discord yeah and we have a ton of uh content or members content that's coming out um including like a two-hour episode of us talking about all of 
the factors of uh, I am a serial killer. Is the is a, all of the factors of the crime how I would have committed it? And like we go through everything, you guys, literally everything, and uh, we we talk through all the different possibilities, how entering, uh, what's realistic, what's not. Why would you leave people alive? Um, all kinds of stuff, literally all kinds of stuff. And I, I thought it was super interesting. And we I think we went so long because it was super interesting, you know? Yeah, I'm writing down all their emote suggestions, so sorry. Yeah, an OJ version. Exactly, exactly. What? Well, we got the idea from A.R. Hayes, So, and we give him a shout-out on both of them. We have a shortened version for the podcast for what you guys see here. For this, we have a shortened version that's essentially the conclusion of what we came to after talking about it for two hours of what would work best, because, you know, when you're trying to talk about how you would do a crime like that, the reason changes how you would do it. So, um, you know, did they enter with the intent of ending everybody and didn't know there were more people there or did they get tired or were they only there for one person and just so happened to do end up doing four like, the different possibilities are endless, you know, and I personally have a hard time not talking through those things. So. What about just a circle with white and the pink at the bottom, like in your logo? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And I like the bomb idea too, Allie, the explosion or bomb. That's. Uh, Pebble said, is a cup of Kool-Aid in bad taste for an emote or a member badge? What no, is... I don't, I don't think Why so. Why would that be in bad taste? Just for BLO. For what? BLO. Oh. Um. <clears throat> Oh, an emote with the hammer, the tin hat, and the glasses. Oh, that would be super funny. That would be super funny. Brendan emote with tin hat, hammer. I would do glasses. it with the hammer uh, in the... With the bushy eyebrow tape? Yeah. <laughs> Two? Mm-hmm. And the, uh, wait, what different rooms are there? I don't remember all the get, get a clue rooms. What is there? Like in the library, in the, gosh, I don't remember. Oh, I love that. As a member badge, is that what you're saying, uh, Bonnie? Uh, a bubble sign, like somebody's thinking, thought riot, like as oh, a member yeah. badge? That's super good idea. Yeah. What what's what's a picture an emote picture for like riot like I I automate with my punk round background wait punk round punk rock background uh it makes me think of like boots but I don't I don't want that to seem like skinheadish you know what I mean yeah that's like a classic skinhead logo is uh 
is those boots. Oh, a Hamburglar <laughs> mask. That would be hilarious. Oh, yes. you, we better make sure Drip Drop doesn't have that. Oh, yeah. Some cat ears, like when I was the cat. Dude, the witch, I think, was the best costume that I wore. I loved the witch. Oh, someone someone left a comment about uh, Conservatory Hall Library Spa. Uh, somebody left a comment talking about uh like dextering up getting dexter yeah dude i totally was mike i was anti everything so yes a latent shoe print interesting that's a good idea for an emote um a van shoe but yep a van shoe print there was a comment about dexter and i forgot to wear the green that uh that Malia was talking about. But yeah, I was like, wore one pair of pants for a whole year and stuff. Gut yeah, gutter punkish. Brendan was a punk rocker back in the day. Dexter is an amazing show. I'm going through a watch of Dexter right now, actually. A binge watch? Yeah, you are. You, you, you're on a Dexter kick. Yeah. He's constantly watching Dexter lately. All right, you guys, that is it for the show. Oh, a DNA chain? That's interesting, too. Yeah. Yes. The DNA is good. Oh, a gavel. Yeah. A gavel is good, too. We need... You know what we need? We need a fraternity, like, shield, right? Don't fraternities have shields? So we need a fraternity shield for... Theta Rho Pi. Oh, TRP, yeah. the Theta Rho Pi shield. Oh, yeah, our little fraternity. Yes. A crest. A yeah. crest. Yeah, that's a good idea, too. Dang, you guys are full of ideas tonight. Every other night when I ask, nobody has much to say. <laughs> but tonight, I love it, though. I love it, love it, love it. Lots of ideas. All right, guys, that is it for tonight. We appreciate all of you and all the ideas, and we are going to get to work on it. And you are all awesome. And I learn more than ever anything when I'm talking to you guys, when I'm reading the comments, when I'm digging into it. And I appreciate that a ton, a lot. Uh, I'm obsessed with learning, and I think we are continuing to build a great community that is focused around learning and theories and opinions and the acceptance and approval of everyone's theories and opinions. And I appreciate all of you for that. Sam it is an incredible thing. Yeah. Somebody said, a Sa Heather said Santa Bill. <laughs> Jay Ray said, we're really smart. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're so funny. You guys are. All right, everybody. That is it for the show. This is Thought Riot. Oh, wait, not Thought Riot. This is the True Crime Talk Show by Thought Riot Podcast. Yep. And we are out. Yes, have a good night. Thank you for being here. See you next time.